Erica Badu is this? Yeah. Drake loves his samples. Yeah, he does. Yeah. No, I'm playing draft this. Draft day. Draft Johnny day, boy. Finally got the draft going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Draft day. Come on, Ryan. Bob your head, man. Light skin president's on the mic. Lude is my light skin president. Yeah. He's Drake, Drake is in no, the office. You are not watching Fast and Furious just because Ludacris is in it. <laughs> Lying ass. No, you are not going to the movie theater saying, oh, I'm here for Luda. No, not at all. But I, I bought Ludacris. I've never bought a Drake album. I, I like Drake. I have paid for a physical copy of a Ludacris CD. We all yeah, I, 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 I get it. Sometimes I laugh with God about how you can't stop. He's good. All right. That works. Everybody, welcome back to Cinemax Savants, aka the greatest podcast in the world. Thank you for tuning in. Ryan, we gonna talk. We gonna we gonna talk to you later on this I'm podcast, here. man. Because I'm here. You constantly getting us into trouble on the mic. All right, man. How you doing, Ryan? Man, everything all right with you? You been having a good week? It's not bad. Uh, there's been a lot worse in my life for sure. Wouldn't call this a great week, but it's going okay. Got the compliments from my bosses at work. Few and far between when that happens. I'll take it. And I'm still breathing and above ground. So, so you alive and you got a job. Exactly. That's a win right there. Big win. That's a win right there. Man, where the hell is my air horn at, man? I'm over here slacking over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm Black man with a job, man. Yeah. God bless you. That's the first positive thing you said on here in a long time about your week. You, know? hey, you so, would think that you like one step away from like just living underneath a bridge or something like that, the way you keep describing your life, man. But you're actually doing all right over here. Uh, I am. I am. You're doing all right, man. Keep Stay blessed. Stay blessed. You, you as Sh- well. Sean, how you been doing, bro? Oh, man. Doing good. Doing Everything all right. all right? Life is beautiful. Uh, just uh, over the weekend, just watched some football, hung out. Uh, what Went and got some food, hung up, watched some horror movies, watched the show I told you about, the Continental Show. We'll get into that maybe next week. I meant to watch that. That's pretty good. Uh, enjoyed that. But other than that, man, just trying to get to the week and trying to get this fantasy thing going here with all these horror movies, icons, and directors here that we got. Uh, thought that would be a, something fun that we'll give it a try here. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so, I'll allow you the opportunity to induce our special yeah, guest yeah, this episode. Yeah, man, we're going to have a guest that's going to join us on our draft night, on a horror movie draft night. So we got football and horror mixed together, but we got my buddy Jake who works with me. I've been working with Jake for a while now. And Jake from State Farm? Jake, yeah. <laughs> Jake the Snake. Um, and you do got snakes, don't you? I do. Okay, I do. yeah, Jake the Snake. You're a snake yeah. owner? Yeah. Yeah, I had three. I just got two now. Oh, okay. Okay. One of 12 and a half feet long. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Man, man. Named Jafar. Ah, scary. One of my favorite movies, but I'm terrified of snakes. Me too. We, we watch I'm this not, Python I'm, Hunter I'm, movie to show all the time, and the Python's biting the shit out of these alligator hunters trying to catch them so we think that's a funny to see if you if you ever get the chance and watch listen to them scream as they try to pick up a big ass <laughs> snake and it bites them uh, please share that with <laughs> yeah, no, I... but go ahead man introduce yourself tell us uh and then speak for the theme tonight just tell us uh your favorite or most scariest you know horror movie that you ever seen or your favorite horror movie if you can so oh man there's just so many to pick from uh, my first introduction to to horror was american werewolf in london when i was in Second grade. Wow. Yeah. Man, a not hard. a bad start. Not a bad, I'm not, no. not mad at that one. No, it's got one of the best werewolf transformations to this day, yeah. I still think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just excited. Spooky season. It's one of my favorite seasons and then leads into cold and I'm just waiting for it to get warm again. Ride my motorcycle a little bit more. All right. <laughs> Me and Jake talk about movies every break. And then to the fact that people get tired of it. Like, all right, man, y'all got to stop talking about movies. I'm about to say, do y'all get yeah. any work done? We, well, we work in a whole different building, but we come to the same break room, and then whatever Jake's seen the night before, or he, he see if I've seen it or something, he'll we'll talk about it for 10 minutes or 30 minutes, and 
everybody else just listening and they don't know what the hell we talking about the you know horror movies from 1986 and shit they don't know what the hell we talking about so uh yeah so i figured he would be you know he went and saw the exorcist with us so he might be fun to have on tonight and We'll go from there. So yeah, I'm a big nerd too. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the Marvel <clears throat> guy. He refers to. Yeah, he, li- he likes a lot of Marvel too. Oh my man, yeah. I love Marvel. Yeah, Hell yeah! So. I think the word nerd has a negative connotation that yeah. goes with it. Man, nerd is actually being pretty cool oh, nowadays. We, we're taking it back. Yeah, we are taking it back. We so, gonna we gonna take it back. That is a positive of the modern day. I got my complaints, but uh, yeah, wearing your fandom on your sleeve. Mm-hmm. At Absolutely. our at our age, that was uh, not popular when we were in middle school and not high school. At all, yeah. So oh, yeah. it's it's pretty cool that I think Marvel above all has made it cool to be a superhero fan. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to Christopher Nolan's Batman. They they deserve a lot of credit for that also. Yeah. But Marvel above all has made it cool to be a superhero nerd slash geek yeah. for sure. Nothing wrong with that at all. I mean, the movie nerds made it look bad back in the day. You know, nerds with the glasses and the Pencil pushers and stuff like that with the little no, pockets. No, they, they, they are the yeah. dudes that women yeah. end up marrying. They do. Exactly. And, yeah. and you don't have to be just, you know, in one category. You can like sports, movies, all your little side things that you like. You can like anything. You can have a, a wide range of things that you like. But, uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I, for me, for sure, I would have never liked Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and stuff in high school. I thought it was for nerds. You know what I mean? And if you find out, I was a nerd the whole damn time. Because as soon as I watched it, I'm like, shit, I must be a nerd. There's nothing wrong with that, man. That's just, uh, like you said, it's a negative word to say. So, but yeah, man, let's uh, get into this fantasy draft that we Yeah, so since this is your idea, I'm going to let you take lead. I'm going to take a backseat. I I, I lead so much on the podcast. I'm going to let you do this because this is your bright idea. This is your genius move to have a horror draft. Yeah, yeah. And I want to let you explain this to the I thought it was something that we could do for horror as far as the podcast goes. So uh, I came up with a, a horror draft since it's football season and horror season, and most of us play fantasy football, uh, and most of us watch horror movies, or majority of us watch horror movies. So I decided to combine the both. As we went before the show, we had a fantasy draft of all the horror icons, horror movies, and horror directors, and we picked six out of the out of the categories of all three and combined them together. And uh, we're gonna have a a fantasy uh, fantasy horror draft battle between the four of us tonight, and uh, we'll see how that goes. But I thought that would be pretty fun, and uh, yeah, so just try to mix it up here and there, and just, just you know, come up with some different ideas every now and then. But yeah, let's let's see how this goes, and we'll see who uh, we'll we'll debate amongst ourselves, and then we'll have to see if we can put this online and see what our listeners uh, come up with a winner themselves. So. All right, so we want to do this like just name down your yeah, entire yep, team, whatever. Yeah, we're gonna go team Jake, <laughs> team Tommy, team Ryan, and team Sean. Yep. So we'll do it like that, and that's how you would do it in fantasy football. And uh, your first pick will be go against everybody else's first pick, and we'll do it like that. So all right, so I guess we'll just have Jake run down his Jake, entire team. Since Jake was had the first pick, Jake, you can go first. I, right. You know, you don't have to. You know, you guys want to do an entire team, or you want to do just your first pick and then go around. Let's do our first pick. Let's, yeah. let's just yeah. give the fans a recap of how we drafted. Right, give right. y'all the mindset right. of where we were, especially with Ryan. Yeah, so we'll, we'll do that, Jake. I feel go. like you made at least two mistakes on your draft right now, and, and there was some way for me to elaborate on that. We got you think some that. names that were left out, but hey, you know, we only had so much space, so much time, and. I was dealing with somebody. I was trying to explain to her what what these people were at the same time, and she was messing me up too. So, uh, Jake, man, why don't you go ahead? What's your first pick, and then t- give us a rundown, and uh, we'll go from there. And then we'll, you, you'll pass it on to Tommy. Oh yeah, you, you know I had to go with my boy John Carpenter. Uh, just huge fan of his. All of his horror movies. Growing up with him, 
and I, especially the uh, the gore, and and it seems real realistic, creepy, leading up to a big climax in all of his movies. And just a huge fan of of his, the way he, uh, I guess, puts the puzzles together mm-hmm. in his movies, if you will. And his movies age. Is John really, Carver really still well. alive? Yes. Yes, sir. I thought he was. Yeah, yeah I think he's still, yeah, alive. he's still alive. He's old as shit, but he's up there. He's he's a legend. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't mad at that. That's a first good pick. pick. That was a solid first pick. All right, me since yeah. that was number two. Go ahead, number two. Which I had to stay true to self. I had to stay to one of my all-time horror icons right here, and I had to go and get Freddy Cougar for my number one pick. Oh, man, that's a legend. Now, horror legend, yeah. Now, he, out of all the horror icons, I find him to be the most original and the one that scared me the most growing up as a kid. Just the thought of somebody going after you in your dreams, just that whole entire angle as a kid, it scared the shit out of me. My mom hated the fact that I watched that movie because of the repercussions that it gave mm-hmm. me later on that I'm scared to go to sleep. The last thing you want as a father, yes, I'm looking at you, Isaiah. My son is here, <laughs> man, auditing the podcast yeah, right now, yeah. taking photos for us. But the one thing that pissed my mom off is the fact that I refused to go to sleep for at least a couple of months. I was like, no, no, Freddie ain't getting me tonight, man. No, no, no. Freddie's on my mind. Freddie going to get me. I saw Johnny Depp get sucked into the bed, <laughs> you know, and that was it for Johnny. And, yeah. you know, look, look at this now. Johnny's still catching hell from all this shit going on in his life. So, yeah, though, even worse <clears throat> thing than Freddie, what Amber heard. So, no, yeah. Living a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. She should be a horror icon, too. You should just put white women up there as like horror icons because they've been tearing and up. And then Jada the devil. So, Jada <laughs> Satan. Amber Damn, that goes Pandora's box. He, put, he brought up Jada. She, but, could, yeah. she could be Pinhead. Yeah, she could be like Pinhead. Yeah, so. I ain't mad at that. That'll work. That'll work. No, but Freddy Cougar, it had to be my number one he, pick. I think he is one of the goats. It's like, uh, there's a Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I think he's yeah, like one of the four. Oh, that for people sure. Mentioned. Yeah, and out of all those four, he's the one that you can't run from forever. He's right. going to get you. You're going to go to sleep. You cannot stay up forever. You Maybe two, three days, maybe at the max. Hell, you're going to fall asleep when you least expect it. You know, you can fall asleep driving in your car uh, or at work or in school. He's going to get your ass, and once you do, that's it. You're done, you know, so. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely still the original. Uh, to this day, you really don't hear of anything like that. Yeah. The first uh, Nightmare on Elm Street was really, really scary. When Freddy got a little goofier, he, yeah. Yeah, he, got, he, he let up a little bit. I can't, yeah. I can't, I yeah. can't even defend that one. Yeah. It's kind of like yeah. the, the, Saw, the Saw series. Right, right. Like the more it keeps going on, it yeah. kind of loses a little bit more of the luster over time. I, as far as like the franchise of it, yeah. it does have one of the weaker franchises. I think between him and Jason, they have oh, probably the weakest bad. franchise. Yeah. I, I, now, I, if you would have got a proper facelift and got a good remake, mm-hmm. like that bullshit that they try to put out awesome. like shortly after, if that wasn't off, I think he would have had a whole new run. Yeah. Uh, Freddie Krueger living on with a Absolutely. whole new generation, yeah. but unfortunately they they dropped the ball on that one and it, just, it didn't turn out very Once well. Once he started moonwalking and shit and stuff when he was killing people, <sighs> yeah. it got out of hand. But that first one, I remember being terrified of that. The little girl jump roping, and we'll get into the actual movie here later, but. There was no escaping Freddie. Freddie was going to get you. Yeah, absolutely. So that, that was my number one pick on this draft. So, right. so I'm going to pass it off to Ryan. Right. Scared the crap out of me. Since we're going down the icon list, let's go with my icon. And uh, I picked Ghostface from Scream. That one was very close to being my number one pick. I uh, I adore Ghostface. And um, I'm sure it's probably not the first horror movie I've ever seen in the theater. But that one had the the most impact um 
Jake, or were you born and raised in Fort Wayne, Indiana? No, uh, Midwest, but not Fort Wayne. Jake, oh. you thirty two, thirty three. Yeah, 32. so a little bit younger than us, but you, you would have. We were eighties and late early nineties watching this shit. You know, what I mean, and oh, yeah. if you you were born in what eighty nine, ninety. 91. Okay, so 80s was something different. I remember yeah, the back end of the 80s, and that was Scary Movie Central in my house, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, Ghostface and Scream. Woo. When did no, you yeah. move to Fort Wayne, Jake? Uh, about 10 years ago. Oh, okay. Give or take some. Well, uh, if you're familiar with um, where uh, Best Buy and TJ Maxx is located close to yeah. Glenbrook Mall. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, behind, those theaters. Oh, yeah. Behind there, there's a a holiday one yeah. through six, and then they had a holiday one and two, which was more of the old style movie theater okay. with a lot of cheap plastic seats that were mm-hmm. uncomfortable. But the screen was humongous, and there was a lot of damn seats. They even had a smoking section that was glassed off where smokers could sit. sit I do home. not remember. I don't remember anything. Yeah, it was I don't awesome. remember that they at all. What did your parents do to you? The red curtains that came this out. This was that covered? That yes, one? there was Coventry 6. There was Coventry 6, and then there was Coventry 1 and 2, and then there was Banditos. That's what that little pl- – it's empty now. It's a damn shame. But seeing – Was it called Coventry? What was the one? I'm out? sorry. No, the one, holiday. Yeah, holiday. Yeah, holiday yeah, 1 yeah, and 6. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Holiday 1 and 6 and yeah. Holiday 1 and 2. Yeah. Holiday 1 and 2 were the old school – screen that looks like something out the 1940s with the curtain coming out the the seats the seats were very uncomfortable but it was humongous that I'm I guarantee you that theater filled at least 300 seats and seeing scream was one of those movie going experiences that I'll never forget it was an event it absolutely. was absolutely an event and it was one of those word of mouth events it wasn't oh this movie grossed 50 million dollars opening weekend the original Scream only made $10 million opening weekend, and word of mouth, it ended up grossing $100 million. So people were telling their friends, this movie was crazy. I got to go see this. And it's the mystery element. It's uh, unlike most horror icons, anybody can be behind that mask. I like that mystery aspect of Ghostface. But to me, that yeah. takes away from it a little bit. Because as as I having a different killer because I know it's a person per se. That works for me. Yeah, it, I, it guess, works for I don't know it because, I know, it's, because yeah. I know it's multiple people. You know what I mean? Like I, I kind of disagree. I kind of like the fact that I, it changes still, from movie to movie. Still I, scary, I, I, I love but, it. Yeah. I love that mystery aspect, and people are playing the guessing game. You and if you that's that's one of those things that are great to go see in the theater because you hear that's a very good point. You hear people saying, "Oh yeah, that's yeah. a killer." I still and like I said, Scream came out. I was only maybe ten or eleven. When that first one came out, but I still remember uh, there was a police officer that smoking a cigarette, threw threw it on the ground and put the cigarette out with his boots. That might and, have been Sean's daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a white girl. I, I looked over and looked at it. it was a white girl. Oh, okay. But yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, she was. Just, oh, that's the same boots that were in the in the restroom at the school. He, he's got to be the killer. <laughs> and I was even my young naive butt was even like she might be right about that. And to come to find out. It was the two boyfriends, and I, I still found that original scream. They killed each other's exes. That's 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 how sick those killers were. And the scream, just because of the mystery aspect and how you can build up plot lines, I feel that the scream franchise can go on for a long time if done correctly. I was not a fan of the last one, but I do enjoy the original three 
and I enjoy Scream 5 uh, a lot. Scream 5, is that the one where they were in New York? No, mm-hmm. no, that was the newest one, which I didn't like. I was Scream 6. Scream 5 was... Um, when he went back to Westboro. Is that the last one that Neff Campbell was actually in? Yes. Because yes. he wasn't in the one that was in that New That was York. good. They actually had a, a mother get stabbed on her front porch. So you're talking about the one where Dewey actually got killed? Is yes. That, is that yes. Scream 5? That was Scream 5, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, that was, that was good. Uh, that was good. Ghostface, um, even though Scream is not the scariest movie ever made, it's ex- incredibly rewatchable, and it uh, just the the tongue in cheek references to the horror genre as a whole uh, that 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 are in the movie. It it makes it extremely entertaining, and they're not only thrilling and there's a mystery aspect, but a good screen movie is absolutely hilarious and a good movie to watch with an audience. And the guessing game of who the killer is even makes it more fun. So I'm gonna put Ghostface for for the first pick on the horror icon. Great. Very solid pick. Great. I'm Great. proud of you. That was a very solid. That pick. was a good one, man. Uh, number one for me, uh, I'm going with Mr. Halloween himself, Michael Myers. That's Michael, hard to beat. that's hard to beat. Lamont yeah. Myers, Myers, Michael Lamont Myers. That's his name. Great, great. I mean, I can't. I can remember when I was a kid, and I remember this scene, and I don't know what from what Halloween it was. But uh, it was in like an electrical plant somewhere, and Michael Myers was just standing there in the light, and this guy was doing something, and Michael Myers turned around and slammed his face into this electric thing and started electrocuting the guy, ah, ah, started screaming, <laughs> and that planted an imprint in my head. I think it was Halloween four or five, I can't remember, but Halloween is Michael Myers. Michael Myers is synonymous with Halloween. That's the most probably the most famous face you're going to see him and Jamie Lee Curtis. Halloween, I think it was 78, 79, the first Halloween. It was early, late 70s, early 80s. Oh, Ryan is uh, in yeah, story. He, uh, yeah, know, he, he might know. 78. But, well, it says here he would be 61 years old if you, if you ever would have survived uh, uh, at that point. But, um, yeah, Michael Myers, man, to me, he's just, he is Halloween for me. The theme, um, every, he, the way he walks with the William Shatner mask that nobody knew. I didn't know about until I was in my 30s. I didn't know that was a William Shatner mask the whole time. It was just a prop in a movie, and they took they took all the hair and stuff off of it, and just gave him a mask to wear, and that ended up being some of the scariest look. He's his look because it's just a straight look that's very stern. There's nothing going on that's scary enough to me. Um, he's not the you know um, maybe not the scariest of them all, but I feel like when you think Halloween, you think Michael Myers, you think about the movies. Now, the movies have been here and there, but the first two for sure. And then the remakes, I think the first of the remakes were pretty good for me. And I just, Halloween is, and Michael Myers synonymous to me. I feel like he is one of the, he is on the icon list. It's him and Freddy Krueger for sure. You could throw Jason and all that if you want to. Them two are going to be up there for sure. And somebody told you to pick some horror icon. So for me, number one for me, I would keep it a little shorter. Uh, I'm going to go with Michael Myers for me as my number one pick. So, yeah, he, he's he's the king of the slasher movies to me. Him and Leatherface are the king of the slashers. So. You know what pisses me off about Michael Myers? I've never seen him run. No, he don't run. But he yeah, catches he everybody. He does catch. He him does. and Jason are king of catching your ass. Yeah, they're going to catch you. They know all the shortcuts and, uh, yeah, they climb trees and jump off into the other tree or something. But they get you. You're going to die. And one thing about Michael Myers, he has a little more intent. He's not like diabolical like Freddy. Freddy's smart with it. He has a little intent too, but I feel like uh, 
if you and his family, your ass is going to die. You know, I mean, that's what he's out for. And if you get caught in between that, yeah, he's going to kill you. Track he's going to kill you horribly. He's like a, a like Jaws or something. He's just going straight he, for. He's a, he's a yeah. cold train. Yeah, what yeah. Is. That's what he's for. And, um, yeah, to me, like I said, he's king of Halloween to me. So my number one pick was Mike, Mike Myers there. So. All right. Yeah. So, now, nice. based on the snake draft, did you go twice? I did go twice. So we can do it like that. Yeah. So I can knock up my number two. And then we'll go back to Ryan after that. So, Sounds we'll just, like a plan. We'll keep going. So, uh, damn, I lost my list. All right, number two for me, uh, I'm going to go with Wes Craven. That was my number two pick. Uh, this one kind of coincides with uh, with uh, with Tommy and Ryan, with uh, Scream and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, I think he almost, did he make this movie with the Wishmaster? I think he made that too. The Wishmaster. Remember that? Oh, Genie. I love that movie. You remember the so, Wishmasters? Oh, yes. yes, yes. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Did he make the, that? The catchphrase for it was, uh, be careful for what, what you, you wish, wish for. for. Yeah, he did make and the Wishmaster. Was that was a yeah. damn good, okay, was that a was a damn movie. good movie. Great yeah. movie. I think he made Wishmaster. There's actually, I think there was a, there was a few of them. There absolutely was. The, the first one is absolutely the best. Oh, 100%. The Wishmaster is a damn good movie. I, I forgot Wes Craven even made that. Yeah, that actually popped into my head today, and I was like, I bet that's going to come up. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if he <laughs> made that, though. I, I was just looking at it to see if he... Yeah, he did make Wishmaster in 1997. Yep, Wishmaster. Man. Yep, yep. So he's, he, him, I think of horror movie directors, I think of Wes Craven, just because of you two, you, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and Scream. Two of those two are classics right there. You can you can't deny both of those. Uh, what else did Wes Craven? Uh, did he make people under the stairs? I thought that was him. Yeah, did I think he make, he made that? people under the stairs? And you know I got a soft spot for people under the stairs. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I love I'm, it. I don't, I'm not sure if that's he Wes is Craven. Director, yep, Wes he, Craven. He directed that. Wes Craven. People under the stairs. Last House on the Left, the 1972. The remake is one of the craziest, nastiest things I've ever seen. If you ever seen Last House on the Left, there's a scene in there that's very disturbing. And I don't know if that was in the original one, but in the new one, I remember being in a the movie theater. I took a girl. Sorry, Lacey, don't listen to this part. I took a girl, <laughs> and this girl was so disturbed. She looked at me like I was doing the shit in the scene. I'm like, I didn't know this was going to be How in this month. How dare you? Yeah, like it was a rape scene. I'll just say that. That's very bad. And I was surprised they even put that. And that wasn't in, I don't know if that was in the original 72 version, but in the, the newer version in the mid 2000 had one of the worst scenes I've ever seen. But he was responsible for the. 72 version. 72, uh, Last House on the Left. The Hills Have Eyes. I told you that's one yep. of my favorites. Yep. Right Hills there. Have Eyes. Red Eye. I do remember watching Red Eye. I'm not. Is that the one with Killian Murphy? Yes. Yep. Killian Murphy. On the plane. Yep. Yes, yes, I remember. Hills Eye. Right. Um, Damn, man. Come on. 1982 man, Swamp Thing. He was behind that. Yeah. Uh, no, we favorite. just mentioned the movies he's listed as producer on. No, these movies were. No, directed. Hills Have Eyes. I know he directed yeah. for sure. I'm going with what the directors said. He directed these movies. Yeah, and Scream. Of course, we did. We said Scream. So just off those movies, I'm just going to say off of Scream and Nightmare on Elm Street and People Under the Stairs, for me, he's a legend. He is a legend. Yeah, he and basically once, made Halloween. Right. And, uh, you mean um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, right. you mean like it's a the theme. holiday. Yeah, the for sure. Season. For sure. Like he's, he was made for that. Vampire and, in Brooklyn. We got love for that too. Oh, right? I love yeah. Vampire in Brooklyn. Ain't I, nothing scary about that movie. I think it's funny. I don't know if it's scary. <laughs> it's not scary, but it, it, yeah. it's a good one. It's a... Uh, what do you call it? It's a guilty pleasure. I won't say I 
They're, he tried. Eddie Murphy like, tried. It's not yeah. bad, but it's yeah. like as far as being like a horror movie, it's kind of like, oh, I didn't know Wes Craven could do comedy. <laughs> this is actually kind of. <laughs> it's definitely not scary. It's definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Um. Just just a great director. He passed away a few years ago, and once he was done with the screams, I don't know, I don't know which one he left off on. I think I, the last one that he did was four. Okay. Scream four. Scream four was the last one he did. And I that one's kind of unanimous. That's the last bad, movie he right? actually directed, yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. So he kind of, maybe he was a little bit out of his time at that point. But him coming up with these, with these ideas, two of the most no, uh, notice, uh, recognizable, most noticeable, notice, noticeable horror movies of all time, horror chains of all time, especially Freddy. We already went over Freddy. I'm going Wes Craven as my, uh, as my second pick. For tonight so and you know what i'll also give him credit for i think he has one of the greatest horror movie openings with scream what what killed when he down. killed drew barrymore yeah, yeah. i did down. not Nobody see that coming it. at all i at, thought that was a very bold move to kill an a-lister yeah, within the first right. five minutes of the movie and at that point anybody can get it now because you just killed off who i we all thought was a star at that time i know because it kind of yeah. killed the cliche of you know you yeah. know who's gonna make it to mm-hmm. the end because like right. oh she's a star of the movie she has to make it right yeah. she's like no absolutely she is fucking dead <laughs> now right. you gotta remember um it was shocking at the time and i didn't I had not seen the movie before I saw Scream. And that's how word of mouth got to me, is that when mm. everybody just tried to tell me about the movie, it's like, no, this might be a spoiler, but you're going to see this in the first five minutes. Drew Barrymore gets killed in the first five minutes of the movie. I was like, what? I'll give him. Really? For, in the intro, that's good. You get, we can't sleep on the, the classic Psycho because the, the Psycho marketing. Okay, I'll give you that one. Yeah. Psycho is... You know, old, my mom's era, though. It holds it, up it, great. It does. It, it holds it, up it great. I watched it. I wasn't, I guess I knew it was coming with the shower scene and all that stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, I, I just feel like the two movies that I, I mentioned with, with Nightmare on Elm Street and Scream, I don't know which one you guys think is more impactful. I think Scream was to me. Scream is because by then on Elm Street. It, it kind of broke the stigma of the rhythm of what horror movies are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it, exactly. it completely, it completely yeah. like took yeah. that anti sketch board of like horror movies and it shook it up. It's like, no, fuck that. We're gonna do this all over again. Right. You, you're not gonna know what the hell's going yeah. on. Yeah, it, and it put a human face behind the killer. Right. It, it wasn't just somebody Freddy's coming up a, out the grave. Freddy's a scarier, but it's fictional. You could see somebody trying to redo Scream and try to do that in real life. True. Right. You mm-hmm. can see somebody doing that. And Freddy's the characters in character. Scream were yeah. aware of horror cinema. Yeah. And they yeah. were actually using that as, as a blueprint to try to survive because, yeah, these were copycat killers. Right. All right. Yeah. And if I'm just going to make it personal for me. This may be kind of funny, but I'm, I'm being kind of serious. If I saw like somebody dressed up as like Freddy Cougar at a Halloween party, I'm like, oh, man, look at somebody dressed up as Freddy Cougar. If I see Ghostface in a crowd, and yeah, yeah. I'm knuckling up. I'm like, all right, I don't yeah. trust this at all, yeah, man. Like, yeah. what the fuck do you want? Did I wrong you in high school or something? Like, get away from me. Bonus I, I might points, fuck somebody up. Bonus points for killing Jada Pinkett in a movie as well. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Killed Jada Pinkett. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will. I will say. I will say that, that uh, they were ahead of their time. They, they, they tried to get rid of her a long time, a long ago. time ago. I will say they gave uh, Ghostface. I thought it seemed like they were kind of. A little hard to beat, which was a little. They were humans, you know. I mean, they were getting shot and getting back up and shit. I'm like, all right, now this is just a person under there, you know. I mean, I got a. Wait, so was Michael Myers? Michael, no, Michael Myers has surpassed being a person. He, at yeah, this he's, point, he's you're saying he's supernatural. But he was his yeah. original incarnation was a human being who was just crazy going on. Yeah, he was just yeah, a mass yeah, murderer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who are we talking about again? Uh, Michael, the, the, the Ghostface Killers. 
I goes feel, for, I feel like they had a little power that they didn't necessarily need to have. Like they were getting up from gunshots and you know, well, I mean, yeah, like, they yeah, were just getting yeah. hit with doors though. They were getting, they were getting hit with shot in a couple of the screen movies. Yeah. Like they were running full speed, tripping yeah. on somebody, <laughs> slipping on blood. Yeah, they right. were. Yeah, I don't think or they... an overpowering grown men. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Like these, and when they show who the killers were, like, I'm all right now. Nah, we can whoop his ass. You know what I mean? Like, it's just that it wasn't scary to me. But I, it, I respect it, but it wasn't scary. It to was me. just yeah. the, the, uh, the first one. I, I say within the first three it was just because. How they plotted out how they're going to kill. Yeah. They, they were they the killers knew they weren't physically imposing over right. anybody. They were very but they, smart. Yeah, yeah they was, plotted out their murders and they were they systematically knocked them out. Yeah, there was a lot of sleight of hand. I will say, yeah, exactly. I will say, Scream kind of ruined it. Not Scream, um, uh, Scary Movie ruined it for me because they, uh, they made they made a joke, they, they made a parody out of it, and I couldn't take it serious no more. Like, all right, yeah, now I see the Wayans when I see them. You know what I mean, like. I, I don't go back. I to, can enjoy both. Yeah, I, I can, can enjoy, enjoy both, both, but I can't get over how they they made they did such a good job with it that it takes away from the lure for me. It takes I'm away from, you, from the scary. You should have been did there. That make sense, Jake? Yeah, yeah. No, I totally get it. It's yeah. kind of like when someone takes the lyrics of one of your favorite songs and changes it, and you can't unhear it. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you can't unsee it or you can't unhear it. And once I saw a scary movie. Well, they also did a parody of The Exorcist in that movie. I don't and think I, that ruined it for you. That, no, exactly. it I saw, I saw Charlie Sheen kicking the shit out of a fake Michael Jackson in Scary Movie 3. Yeah, I, didn't get, it was I still enjoy Thriller. I can enjoy Thriller. That ain't still, the same. That's, that's, that's not the same, but I understand what you're trying to say. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they just did a good job. That's all I'm saying. And sick I, son of a bitch. I still, respect, <laughs> I still respect it as a horror legend movie. Uh, it's up there in the icons, but... Yeah, uh, that's yeah. all. Well, yeah, so yeah, shout out to the Ghostface. Ghostface, Ryan, I picked Ghostface. Uh, so, so who's so it on now? It's, it's back on to me. You went, who was your first pick? Ghostface was mine for the icon. So I've only picked Ghostface so far. It's Ryan's turn for the second. But pick. you yeah. were four. So we go I, back, I was three. I go back. You go back to three, right? Is that how the snake yeah, draft works? Yeah, you go back. Yeah, so you back onto your your second. Your second. We're just going in the order we picked. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. My second icon has only had two good movies, in my opinion. And I went with Annabelle for my second pick. Huh? I did. I, I, pick Annabelle. I, picked, I picked Annabelle. Now, I didn't pick The Conjuring, even though that's one of my top five favorite horror movies of all time. But this movie has already had three solo movies and popped up in what I think is one of the scariest movies ever made, The Conjuring. I, I do think there is a there is a lot of credibility that goes along when you can only be in 15 minutes in a movie and make such a lasting impact. Now, just like we were talking about the impact that Scream had when it came out, Sean taking, talking me into going to see The Conjuring in the theater, which I had no plans on seeing until it came on DVD. Annabelle banging on that door with surround sound in a movie theater and just popping up in those two girls' house was um, one of the best. It was one of the scariest, disturbing, and uh, best cinematic moments of my life. That first 15 minutes of The Conjuring justifies Annabelle being in the Horror Hall of Fame. Now, I do only think the... Annabelle creation movie is the only the first Annabelle movie was complete garbage but the <laughs> sequel to that Annabelle creation was 
That was scary. It was horrifying. They took that, it that up with for sure. That was absolutely terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. And I, more praise to the Conjuring. This they could launch two separate franchises in Annabelle and the Nun. Um, the idea of a doll that is possessed is not new or original. But um, what they did with that original Conjuring movie in the brief screen time Annabelle had is uh, the stuff of legend. And I I think the appreciation of the horror that created during that era when that first came out will only be uh, more justified as time progresses. And if you get a chance, please look up what the original Annabelle doll looks like with with the Warren couple. Um that are the stars of the of the Conjuring movie, because in my opinion, the the real life Annabelle doll, which is a Raggedy Ann doll, yeah, yeah. is is way scarier than the doll they put in the movie because it looks so innocent. And the idea that something that innocent looking could actually be possessed is terrifying. We we look at the Annabelle doll in the movie, and we look at uh, Chucky. Yeah, it's they look they look scary. The actual real life Annabelle doll, the Raggedy Ann doll. Is absolutely horrifying to look at to think that that doll could absolutely be possessed, and uh, it goes back to our to our. It can bring anybody back to childhood. That's why I think it will scare kids and grown ups because I think even grown ups remember what scared them while they were kids. And no matter what age you are, a doll that is possessed and will could possibly kill you or your loved ones, and then also convince other people that nothing is happening it's just a terrifying idea and so whether there's any truth to what the warrens claim is a possessed doll with annabelle the what the conjuring did with the annabelle doll building building up that legend scares me and i don't think we've seen the last annabelle movie i i i'm honestly i i would much rather see the annabelle doll than seeing another conjuring for or none that's just my opinion the Annabelle doll is absolutely terrifying to me so I'm going to put Annabelle and I'm just going off of Annabelle creation and the conjuring one yeah that's yeah. why it's going on my horror icons there that that doll was one of the scariest things I have ever seen in my life um first 15 minutes of the conjuring is right up there with the original screen for me for one of the best openings of all time all right, that's a good pick. I didn't see that one getting picked in the top top picks there. Yeah, me I either. will say this. Did you know, like, there was a story about that Raggedy Ann doll and how they figured out there was something going on. I guess they would come home, whoever owned the doll, and the doll would be on the floor. And so what they would do, they would cross the doll's legs and then see if it would change when they got home. And then they'd come home. The dog's legs would be a spread apart, all the way apart. Terrifying. Yeah, yeah. and I think I think there's something to be said there because I think we've all been through it where, you know, we we come home and something's not in the place we remember it. Being. Yeah, yeah, good point. So that, that that's always point. a creepy feeling, and a childhood item on top of that. Yeah, yeah, I, that's yeah, that, that's absolutely horrifying yeah, to me. The, the, I think the Raggedy Ann doll scarier than the, the porcelain doll that they had. Agreed. Yeah, I mean they. They made it look better for, I guess, for the movie's sake. 
They're but, just creepy. Yeah, it's both are, but that Raggedy Ann doll that the original, look it up. That that was that is pretty scary. Yeah, just the innocence of it makes yeah. it even scarier. Yeah, yeah. So Damn, I really just thought you picked it because you're afraid of white women. <laughs> <laughs> I love white women. Don't, no, you don't listeners, don't don't let any of my negative comments on the podcast Tommy's I'm opinion. using your words I against you love, on this podcast. I love y'all. Okay, okay. I love y'all. The, the jury's still out. All right. Now, my next pick, I feel like is damn near untouchable at this point. <laughs> damn. Pretty bold, though. No. Pretty bold. I had to go Pennywise Ooh. for my number two pick. Now, I think this is the newest version of this Pennywise character. Like, shout out to Tim Curry. Share the same last name. Love you. He's an absolute icon when it comes to playing Pennywise. But I thought, is it Bill Sarsgaard? Bill Sarsgaard, yeah. yeah. He did an incredible job playing Pennywise in this newest version of it. Now, I'm speaking to myself because I, up until about a few years ago, had a huge phobia of clowns. I don't say it's a huge phobia now. It's just like a small one at this point. Very small. I still don't like clowns, but I can tolerate a lot more. That first It movie with Pennywise, the remake, I thought that movie was pretty fucking incredible. That movie was very, very good. It was very well directed. And that Pennywise scared the shit out of me. <laughs> and we all seen a lot yeah. of scary movies, but just that that opening scene with the boat and the kid in the oh. rain, I'm like, even I know what's about to happen, I was like, man, don't do it, man. Don't Georgie, do it, man. Yeah. Like, get your ass inside the house, man. There you go. Chasing waterfalls, man. Listen to TLC, <laughs> man. Get, get the hell out the damn sewer. He had already ran into a like a sign or something. That would have been it for me. I would have went back in the house, you know, but back yeah. then playing outside was life. I know. You that know? was like the yeah. main thing Very in your true. days. Like, oh, you get home, yeah. though. Right. I'm Still going outside, away. y'all. I don't care if it's but, raining. I'm going. Let me tell you something. If uh, anything is talking to me in the sewer, it's just going to be some boots and a jacket right there that he's talking to. <laughs> and the fact that you know my name, I would have just evaporated right there. I would have just turned it to liquid. You know what I mean? I would have been dead right there. You know, All right. So. I don't want us to be down on white kids being dumb in horror films. Like, <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's such an easy one to go after. Yeah. Like white women falling in the woods. You know, it's, it's always going to happen. We understand it. But yeah. that, this the... I don't know if it's even a word, the naivete of children. Mm -hmm. They do play into that quite a bit when it comes to horror films. I was like, George, he's like, ah, man, he's he's out here trying to make a friend in the sewer. But then again, like, as soon as I saw those teeth come out and he bit his arm off, I was like, whoa, shit. That was surprising. That was very surprising. I did not see that coming at all. And I was like, oh, damn, they they really going for it on this one. I I was very impressed. I think that's what made it scary because he was going for kids. And, yes. and when we mm-hmm. saw that original Tim Curry, who I still think is scarier than Bill Skarsgård. Really? I think Tim Curry, his face alone. Okay, maybe his it's nostalgia, face, but okay, Tim, I can understand what you're saying. Uh, Bill Skarsgård was more like, hello, George. He had that little squeaky voice. Tim Curry, hello, George. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I hear shit, you. I hear man. You. That's just scary. He was Tim Curry himself is scary alone. You know what I mean? Especially back then. But him going for the kids, that was terrifying. I remember talking about that in elementary school. That was terrifying for us back then, you know. I, I think I got away from it once I saw the second part of the it made for TV, and it was just like a uh-huh. big ass spider and a mas- man in a mascot suit that they just pushed over and it died. I'm like, man, get, man, get out of here with that. I, I so possibly pick between either one, but I from, from both the new one and the old one, the first parts from the old one and the new one were way scarier than both second parts as they got adults when they were kids. And I talk about this with Tommy all the time. Your imagination as a kid and what you find scarier, 
a clown is on your ass. Oh my, I would have. Oh, I don't know if I could handle that. You know what I mean? Oh, Especially yeah, nobody yeah. believes me. And the fact that we do have this little pack that we have, I'd have been in this pack. We've been spending the night at each other's house. I'd have been waking up with these motherfuckers. Like, let's well, it off here. The yeah. only one that sees it, right? And he's coming after me, and he's popping up out of the sewer and the, and the shower and the bathroom in, in and, pictures. Yeah, and like oh, stains I on walls. I couldn't. That would have drove me insane. And then one of dude did kill himself in the movies because he didn't want to yeah. go back to yeah. that. Yeah, so yeah. you know, yeah. so whew, you're right. That's a good one. That's a good pick. No, I just if far as those two being compared as like the horror icons i thought i thought at the very least he matched the same energy that tim curry gave i thought he did a tremendous job because it's not easy redoing something that iconic i thought they were really being stupid Mm -hmm. trying to redo the it movie i was like all right here we go but i think ryan brought that up maybe a couple podcasts ago that might be one of the top five movie trailers I've ever seen. Oh, for sure. Agreed. Agreed. You talk about a movie trailer scaring the shit out of you. That one really had me shook. Yeah. Like for real. Dead serious. Yeah. Most movie trailers for horror movies are like, oh, that looks scary. That's yeah. probably the only trailer. Like, you saw like the Red Band trailer. Yeah, yeah. Where it was like more graphic mm-hmm. than normal. I was like, all right, man. You'll die too. You'll float too. Oh, you'll float, you'll float too. too. You'll float too. Oh, you're yeah. gonna die. Yeah, the trailer yeah. was you're gonna die. Oh, just yeah. watching that kid do it. Yeah. That was so creepy. Oh, Very man. creepy. Oh, man. You lived and I died. So like oh we all God. float down here. And the fact that he took your little brother from you, I couldn't live with that. I just couldn't live with that. Like I felt bad for the Billy character because or Bill. Because he felt like it was his fault for letting him play outside by himself. And he was sick and he let him go. Me and me and Pennywise is gonna have to kill he's gonna have to kill me. I gotta get him for that. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's a good pick, man. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, so right. back, back over to you, you, Jake. What you got? All right, so I got a I got a double pick for this one. Yeah. Uh, so the first one was kind of a a no brainer. I had to pick the thing from John Carpenter's arguably right. one of his best movies. Double the thing. Double on us. Yeah. Uh, just I I was the epitome of a John Carpenter movie. The the suspense, not knowing what's going to happen next, where this creature is, who it is, and then out of nowhere. It's your favorite character morphing to this creature that's trying to kill you now. Uh, I I had a game plan going into this. I wanted a couple uh, couple brawlers and a couple stalkers, and I had to get <laughs> I had to get on my uh, John Carpenter immediately. So that that was the reason behind picking the thing, just because you never knew who it was going to be, and by the time you figured it out, it was probably it was too, too late. late. It was too it late. Was way too late because it's already. It's already on your ass. Uh, and then uh, for my second pick, I was playing a little defensively, uh, and I didn't want to you know, pick the low-hanging fruit and pick horror movie The Thing, because mm-hmm. that, that was just low-hanging fruit for me. And I figured uh, I'll, I'll take home field advantage away from someone else, and I went with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Ooh. Yeah, it, he, he did a smart thing. Yeah. I was coming for that one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't want to give someone home field advantage and take that away. And I wanted and, to have a monopoly on that. Whole yeah, thing yeah, right you could have doubled up on us on that one. Yeah. And, and for the team that I was building, they would do pretty well in just about any one of these movies. So that was the reason behind that pick. Still a great movie, very did, creepy. Yeah, and did you have a favorite of the whole thing, or is one that you, re- you remember the most? Uh, the first one. The first one. The first one. That yeah. one hit. That one hit the hardest. Yeah. For sure. Is it no the little questions. girl jump roping with the one, two, Freddy? I remember oh, yeah. that the most. I remember being scared of that alone, not even getting to Freddy. 
you know you you cannot see those movies for decades mm-hmm. and you'll still remember the one two freddy's coming for you i will say what is freddy's weakness did they ever like pinpoint something that it, he just not don't like scared of him but that's kind of like it's like Candyman, I would say. I know nobody got Candyman, did they? Well, anyway, well, didn't yeah. they, uh, didn't they fire, burn him alive? Yeah, I don't he think he likes like fire. fire, right? Yeah, yeah I don't think he like, likes fire too much. Well, yeah. So uh, if you're not afraid of him, if I remember this correctly, if you're not afraid of him, it kind of removes some of his power over you. I think, yeah, but the fire is what kills him. The fire, but if okay. you were any descendant to the original Elm Street kids, he was coming after you regardless. I don't care if you yeah. were scared of him or not. If you were a descendant to the Elm yeah, Street true. people. That was your ass. You know what I mean? If you just was any related to any of the original Elm Street or the people who killed him, uh, that was it for you. So I yeah. felt like I don't know if he was if you were being scared or not would have mattered to him. Uh, yeah, I just want to know how, how did they kill him in most of the movies? I know they figured out how to get in that dream state in one of the movies and then yeah. uh, the Dream Warriors. That's the one I remember yeah. the most. Uh, but I feel like, uh, yeah, fire for Where sure. Like Ryan, themselves yeah, powers they and- whoop his ass a little bit. He would overcome them, but. I never. He didn't have a, a specific weakness. Uh, yeah, to I, thought I don't think it was insomnia or something. I don't yeah, know. yeah, you can't stay. I don't think it was yeah. till later. It was really like described that you know fire was his his biggest weakness yeah. because you find his origin story and everything. Right, and if you could somehow, they would always try to wake him up in the dream. You know, I mean, like, they would wake me up, man. If he, if you see me struggling, come wake me up. And that motherfucker go and get a pizza. And then your ass is dead. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so if they, if you could possibly get woke awakened. Can you survive, Freddy, as he's going after you? You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't so know. So medically speaking, I, I don't think it's it's possible. At yeah. some point, your body is just going to give up. Right. No matter how many pills you take. Yeah, you're not going to be able doing, to. You're gonna you can't, pass. You can't it, get away from it. Yeah. Me. I mean, it. that one guy uh, tried staying awake, and he fell asleep in the car. And yeah, he got him. He got nabbed. I remember a kid fell asleep in school, and they were looking out the window, and next thing you know, they were at a beach. Mm-hmm. somewhere and Freddie got him like that you know and he came up out of the sand and got him you know I mean like yeah. Freddie was a no joke uh, I feel like once it got to Freddie versus Jason and all that I was like all right, yeah, I was gonna I say just... do you think that tarnishes him a little bit that they try to collaborate with that whole matchup I, I, I love that movie I'm not gonna say anything I love I don't Freddy think it's a it bad cool. I don't think yeah. they did either cool. one of them justice they hinted in that to whole it, movie they I, had been I think they did Jason I, I, I would say Jason that, that, that's had my way more kills in that movie. movie. I think Freddie killed like that was one my dude favorite Jason movie. In that yeah. entire movie. Jason don't have any. He's not like Freddie. He's just a killing machine like Michael Myers in a way. Right. Yeah. You know. I mean, Freddie is diabolical. He's got a plan. He's he, he's going to fool with you. You know. Yeah. what I mean. So didn't I didn't work, know. How, I didn't know how that was going to match. <laughs> but I think the movie is aware of itself as being goofy. I I think it was a wasn't trying to be. It got goofier down the line. I, I think I would have preferred to see a Jason versus uh, Mike Myers because mm-hmm. I mean that that's just an immovable object. But nobody would have. They would have to add on some more characters because I feel like Freddie can hold it himself. Michael Myers and Jason just standing there. You know, what I mean, like they had to have more character arc. Than what they had, even a little bit of character. Because you can go more to the supernatural yeah. side of things. Freddie's got with he, Freddie. Freddie is an yeah. actor himself. You see what I'm saying? He's gonna hold the movie himself. I mean, you could find out that Jason's like a, a long lost relative of Michael's. Right, they could have did all kind of crazy. <laughs> I mean, uh, Rob Zombie did go further as far as Michael Myers as a little kid. I could I should have mentioned that. Did you like those? I didn't Rob think Zombie? those were bad. I didn't think they were bad. I, like, yeah. I, I didn't like those. They were, they were okay. I thought it was a cool take. I, mm. I like when people do their own takes. I, what I hate is when someone copies off a work of someone else's 
and tries to do the same thing. Mm. I, I feel like it's a, like it's that Psycho remake. Did you ever see that with Vince Vaughn? No. Oh, you're lo- you, the that's Vince the Vaughn. Time you brought that up. I have no idea. Oh, that, that movie exists. is terrible. I like Vince Vaughn in rom coms, and mm. that is it. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't it. know. He's that, a good actor, see, though. Have y'all seen that movie, Freaky? Freaky. That was no. where it was like Damn the girl. Good. Oh, and, uh, he switched like where he switched bodies. Yeah, I thought that, that was movie was pretty funny. Was, I thought right. it was pretty and good. And that Cell Block Twenty Eight oh, yeah. or whatever that was. Yeah, uh, I no, nah, I didn't see that. One. That's that's a good one. And uh, it was a disappointment. But um, what's that? H- True Detective season two, which I didn't like that much. I didn't but watch Vince that. Vaughn was awesome in I that. Didn't watch that one. Vince Vaughn can do good doing he, serious. He, work. I think he's he a good actor. Yeah. I just I can't. I can't see take him seriously. I just it's I hard not to when you look at him. Very few see, actors like, have done that much man. coke yeah. and right. got in front of yeah, the camera. Like wedding crashers. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't not so, see him in Wedding Crashers. I just can't. Yeah, or uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, was he in that? Vince Vaughn. Um, forgetting old, Sarah Marshall. Old school. No, oh, not in no, Sarah Marshall. Forgetting he wasn't. Sarah Marshall. That wasn't him. That was, uh, was Russell Brand and uh, Steven Seagal. Yeah, there we go. Jason Seagal. Jason. He was in old school and yeah. Yeah, right. the, like the breakup swingers yeah. with uh, uh, John Favreau. Favreau back what's, the, the, what's the uh, what's the uh, dodgeball? He was in dodgeball. He was good. Uh, that. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. So or he, what was it? The breakup with that overrated. Oh, yeah, he was an anchorman. I like the anchorman. He yeah. was uh, hilarious. An anchorman. Oh man, I. How'd you feel about the second one? Not hilarious. I don't like the. That's one of the few director's cuts that I did not like. I would anybody who if you're watching Anchorman two. For the first time, watch the theatrical version. The director's cut is god awful. They add musical sequences. It's bad, oh, but the I'll theatrical the cut it. is great. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I enjoyed Anchorman too. I thought it was hilarious. All right. Okay, all right. Is it is it no. back on the, yeah. back over to me? Who, who, yeah, you, back you had to you. two, right? Okay, it's back yeah. to Tommy. Yeah, it's back to Tommy. All right. So my third pick, I feel like I had to make a big impact on this one. I had to cover a lot of ground, so I had to go to someone who I felt is. One of those directors that a lot of people try to replicate his work, but he's just always going to be the OG as far as like covering like a zombie mm-hmm. movie. And I had to go with George Romero. Nice, nice. Yeah. He is the yeah. god when it comes to zombie movies. Yes. Nobody he is, is ever going to top him. Nobody's. They've been trying to recreate his formula and try to make it their own, but it's kind of like recreating like that formula to try to make Captain America. They keep fucking up. They ain't <laughs> never going to get that shit right, yeah. man. This is something something don't taste right. But this one right here, George Romero, he is the OG when it comes to that. I still say The Crazies is one of my favorite movies, the original one, the 1972 or three. It. I can't remember what year it coming. And, of course, Dawn of the Dead, Night of the yeah. Living Dead. Like, oh, man, he he cannot be touched when it comes to this. He is the pinnacle when it comes to making that genre of movie right there. Nobody's ever going to touch him. He's He's like Jordan. Like, nobody's going to ever touch that one. He is unguardable. Like, you just going to have to come up. It's like, all right, man, everybody playing for second. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, like, he's number one right now. We ain't going to ever top him. And I, I think he's just one of those people there. A lot of people try to replicate his work, but you're never going to come quite close to what he put out. Mm. There's a lot of good zombie movies out there. But when it comes to a zombie movie, he is the pinnacle. He is the foundation that everybody tries to follow. You can try to follow his formula, try to do something different, but he is always going to be the one that you're going to be compared to when you make any zombie movie. Now, I do like the was the the Dawn Zach of the Snyder? Dead that had um that Zack Snyder did. Yeah. I thought that one was was pretty good. That was damn. Was that good. Army of the Dead or Dawn of the Dead? Army of the Dead was Zack Snyder. Dawn of the Dead was 
the, the mall. Them. He did the mall one too. Yeah, was yeah. that Zack Snyder? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're talking about Ving Rhames in the mall and yes, yeah. that's, my fa- that's my favorite. I forgot yeah. that Zack Snyder did that one. Okay. Oh yeah, I, f- I feel like James Wan wrote that. After after Google that. But uh, I, I, I don't look that up, but I could have swore that he was a writer on that one. That didn't make a lot of sense that James Wan go on to do like a great. He has a great little um, franchise of his own, as far as like his franchise, as far as horror movies. But yeah, I think George Romero he had to be taken off the board. I feel like one of y'all was going to take him, and unfortunately, he took my Nightmare on Elm Street. So I had to I had to pivot off that one really quick, and I had to take a director. So yeah, George Love Romero plan comes together. Is the, the one that always <laughs> comes to mind is uh, is the one with Tony Todd. Uh, that the the remake of Nightmare um, Night of Living Dead with Tony Todd and, mm-hmm. and me and Ryan would yep. watch it just to see Tony Todd tackling the old ass zombies and shit. It was, <laughs> it was real bad, but it was funny. And, you know, I, I still say that's one of the best leading performances. Tony in Todd, did Tony a great Todd job. was a awesome great in that remake. Oh, Tony Todd was God. awesome because I, what made me laugh is him doing that. Plus the dude in the basement that had that little rivalry. You, don't you close no fucking doors in here? And he was like, "You oh, keep the door the dude, open." The, the dude dad the who had the daughter yeah, who was bit. bit in the basement. Yeah, and he was trying to barricade himself. Tony Todd hated that hated guy. Hated him. He had more problem with him than the damn zombies in the movies. Like them two having a battle had me rolling. Like Tony Todd was getting his ass every chance he could, and I, I remember that one the most. And I, also, the other one they made were that I don't know which one this was. Maybe Light of the Night of Living Dead Two, where the zombie came out of that black tub they were in like kentucky somewhere and they had the military shoot this bomb in and blow up all of louisville kentucky because the virus got into the rain and the rain had acid rain and it came down and made all of the people zombies that was a uh, return of return the little of little dead, dead? Yeah, okay. 1985 yeah, i remember those two the most is I that the one where there was that like a um, like a grave? Yeah, a uh, graveyard. That's what happened. It got in the, the graveyard. Yeah. In the graveyard, there was people fucking around yeah. like at the graveyard and all of a sudden there was like some was it was it that one where they like try to embalm a body or something like that? Yeah. And then it went up into yeah. the like, the clouds. Yeah, that's what happened. All right, I do remember that. I did really like that one. Yeah, I did. Really that was like that good. One. And, yeah, and the doc, one of the the dude who had the mortuary was a dude from um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Weekends at Bernie's. The one who was trying to kill Bernie. He yeah, that was, was the same actor. That was the same guy. That was him? Yeah, that's really? him. That's him. I did and, not catch that. And he was the one that was saying like, "Y'all can't bring this in here." And then he was. You know, he was panicking real bad. I like that. When it had uh, Juana, man, the dude from um, Life as one of the little gangsters. Oh, yeah. Jangalay, yeah, Jangalay, Jangalay, Jangalay. Jangalay. No, yep. not, not, not him, but the dude that was in a... Is that, that's he was in Life. He yeah, was a gay guy in Life. He played Damn, with I the I can't band. remember... Uh, fuck, fuck. I know, I know, what, I know what, what you're talking about. He, he when was Juana, man. I can't what what he did they call him in Life? Um, uh, shit, I can't Was it Biscuit? Biscuit. That was his name? Yeah, he was one of the gangsters in that... Return of Living Dead. I remember that. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't call that's, him a gangster. Not, oh, well, they were playing yeah. like gangsters. <laughs> Close enough. They were like punk rock, rock gangster, whatever. Yeah. They were playing. They were up to no good, basically. So, I, I still, he was in yeah. one of the, I think he was in uh, Jason 3D. And was he? I, or was, he was that in, Jason Goes to Manhattan? It, no, that's not the that's not the guy got his head knocked. Oh, that off wasn't that. him. I no, he was in Jason three. Oh, no, that was a whole other black. Yeah. I just remember that girl telling him before he went to porter potty. He was like, "Yeah, I'm, oh, I'll yeah. be laughing when that snake comes up off the bottom of that toilet and bites you in your ass." 
<laughs> he was that Jason. He was, was he took I the scaredest dump I've ever seen yeah. in movie and history. Didn't Jason start stabbing through the through the porta potty or in the porta potty? I remember. Yes, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They had the little fake snake try to get the little three right. D scare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That, that sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Jason franchise is consistently terrible. Yeah. That's why I, I really feel that Freddy vs. Jason is the best Jason movie ever. I, I honestly believe that. I oh, do. I'm going to let you have that. And I'm also going to let you have like the next go round. So what was your next pick on your list, sir? Okay. What, what um, pick is this? The fourth pick? Yeah. Or no. Let's see. Yeah, I, this is third for me. Okay. So I've picked uh, two icons so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, since Tommy was going with George A. Romero, which, um, yeah, that original Night of the Living Dead is one of the first black and white movies that I watched and, and enjoyed. Because, yeah, I, I just... Elementary school years, spending out of my cousin's house was damn near like a holiday. I was like damn near birthday. I love spending the night at my best friend's house and my cousin's house <laughs> during elementary school. And and my cousin's parents making us watch the original Night of the Living Dead is one of the highlights of those sleepovers on top of playing. Coming uh, to get yeah, you, Barbara. Yeah, Super Nintendo <laughs> yeah. and George, George A. Romero's original. That was that was one of the highlights of my childhood. That that movie's awesome, awesome. Um, so I think I picked a director with my third pick. So let's go ahead and go with the modern director. And I'm fingers crossed for Aquaman two. I think it's gonna suck, but James Wan is a legend in the horror game. Ooh, yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes. Um, I cannot wait to see what he does post Aquaman. I hope. Uh, you filled up your bank account and you get back to your horror roots here soon, my man. Now, I'm not going to lie. The original Saw was extremely overhyped for me. I enjoyed it. Hold on. But it, it came out when yeah. I was in college. <laughs> and I still remember this guy. I went to college in Ohio. And my freshman year, there's some guy from Detroit. We ended up not getting along too much after that freshman year. But he kept hyping up this damn Saw movie. So when I finally sat down to watch it, I enjoyed it. But I was expecting something that I would say, this is one of the scariest things I've ever seen in my life. To him, this this was the best thing since sliced bread. So I enjoyed the hell out of Saw. But I don't love it. I like it a lot. I'm not a huge I Even though I like this most recent one, I love Chris Rock's Spiral. I enjoyed the original. But I'm not gonna lie, Saw. Two, I don't think he did Saw Two, but that was my cup of tea. But Saw One was damn good. But that little uh, ventriloquist doll movie, Death Sentence, was fucking creepy. Oh, uh, that Death Sentence, not Death Sentence, um, uh, Dead Silence. Death Silence. Dead Silence. Yes, sorry, that's an underrated. Horror that movie yeah. was freaking. Yeah, Dead Silence with the was puppets. freaking with the yeah. puppets. Yeah, yeah. ventriloquist puppet. Dead Silence. There was a. Uh, I got ahead of myself. There's a very underrated. Revenge movie, which has horror level violence. I wouldn't call it horror, but uh, Death Sentence with Kevin Bacon is a movie worth watching. Uh, that was James Wan's follow up to, I believe, that Dead Silence. That movie is damn good as well. And then Sean talked me into seeing this damn Conjuring, which I had no <laughs> idea what I was getting into. I, I, I he touched got me too. It's okay. Oh my lord! Um, I, I, um, I didn't. I wasn't prepared for that. And no, at that point, we I felt I was way too desensitized. I didn't think too many movies to scare me. So I thought it was a run-of-the-mill horror movie. Just shout out to yeah. James Wan for 
still being able to scare a grown ass man who had already seen 200 horror movies before then. I didn't think it was possible. And, um, he's, he's got good film craft. I, and I didn't love the first Aquaman, but it was better than it was expected to be. But I do think that, uh, some of the camera work in that conjuring one is as good as, uh, any director working in the industry today, uh, the set pieces that he sets up in that original conjuring is uh, just masterful work. And I, I really felt that I feel like that's Alfred Hitchcock level of, of filmmaking, what he was able to pull off with that contract. I feel like that's his grand opus and he's going to, he's going to try just like Jordan Peele is going to keep trying to top, get out. James Wan's always going to try to continue to top that conjuring. I hope, I really hope he does um, anything with that man's name on it. I will um I will always give it a chance. And not only did he spawn two sequels to The Conjuring, he also spawned three Annabelle movies, two the Nun movies, and uh they made one with a Mexican name. Oh, the La Llorona, which they say isn't, but me and Jake talked about it. They oh, no, have it some of the is. same has to be. characters in the damn movies. Really? It even yeah. has a scene from it. Yeah, it's got the scene from him carrying Annabelle uh, the priest mm. carrying Annabelle out of uh, Creation House. Really? Yeah, yeah. Sounds like it counts. Yeah, I yeah, think it does it, count. It has to. It's it, it part of the Conjuring universe. It's part of his universe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, they would like to say they're not. But I, I, I count the as it may the, just not be connected it, to. It's not one of Ed and Lorraine's them. stories. Correct. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Agreed. And um, and extra kudos for him for making. Ed and Lorraine Warren, uh, household names. Lovable. You you care about them. Yeah, Yeah. you can even put them in the horror icon list. I mean, they're not the actual killers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Absolutely fantastic. They could probably Uh, take out like half that list. Agree. Except for motherfuckers with weapons and shit. You know, I don't think they can mess with no Jason or Freddy because they don't have no logic to them. They just kill. You know, they could go for Freddy maybe. Well, Jason basically just haunts Crystal Lake. Yeah, but I... Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite film critics with the funny name is his name. I'm not making this up. His name is Drew McWeeny. Yeah, his last name is McWeeny. Before, yeah. uh, uh, he's, he's great. He had... <laughs> yeah, he even admitted he got picked on in, in middle school and high school a lot with that. <laughs> uh, but he he had one of the most brilliant ideas I've ever heard. Um, he feels that Warner Brothers is holding the franchise back by just basing the Ed and Lorraine stories on the source material, you have the you can go anywhere with them. You don't have to base it on their actual criminal files at this point. Yeah. It's it's hold is putting you in a box. Just create some of the scariest shit of all time and have them investigate it. I, I would do that. I, I know there is a certain appeal of saying, "Oh yeah, I saw this. This was good. Let me go home, look on Google." Oh yeah, let me look at the real story of it. Uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, uh, haunting in Connecticut and all that shit. But that's, I, I, that's I, where some of the lure comes from is the fact that these are their stories. True, and that draws people in. Oh, this shit is somewhat true. Exactly, yeah. I, I, yeah. I get it. I get it completely. And I'm in the minority. I feel because I was not a big fan of the Conjuring two or three. I know most people didn't like third one. I'm in the minority. Two was a big letdown for me. I didn't. Two didn't really. I like two. I, I thought two was the second one. I thought like two, two was a big drop off. You like two, Jake? 
I'm trying to remember which one two is. That's I, when I they introduced were in London, the nun. The first oh, one, oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I like to. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. You said they were in I, London. I they were like in London. Yeah. London. When they were in London, yeah. I don't like that. The big, it, the big it, old guy. This is my house. The, the guy sitting in the chair, <laughs> my house. Yeah. Old man in a chair was not scary. To me. I, I would say it's more middle ground for for the whole lore of it, but I, I wouldn't say I don't like it. It's three, it was okay. I did not like it. It was okay. It, I think the bar was set way too high. Yeah, um, I agree. Different director agree. though, right, Ryan, for the third one? Yes, James yeah. Wan did not direct the third one. Okay. And I cannot let my James Wan spiel go without mentioning my beloved movie, Malignant. Oh, thank which you very much. completely One I did took not me like. off guard. Yeah. Uh, which is still was, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't even care, Sean. Me and Ryan on the same page means something. But, uh, uh, t- oh, yeah, you yeah. ever seen Malignant, Jake? I enjoy I Malignant. I have, it's no. outrageous, Jake. Um, yeah. in, a, in a good way. For in, in a I great guess. way. because um, I've seen it once. Maybe I should watch it again. Yeah. I, 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 re- I really feel that um, the less you know about this movie going in, is the it, better you'll enjoy. Kind Don't of like hereditary. No, nope. nope. It's, like a, it's no, not even like. A, it, it, I, I just her, go on with a clean. It's hard to describe then, it without spoiling. Yeah, so. exactly. I would. I'll, I'll compare it to Psycho. Honestly, if you so, want my opinion. The way That's, Sean had described Hereditary to me, I didn't want to know anything about it. And that that's what I mean specifically. Not necessarily. It's it's the movies are similar, but uh, the twists. What. With you being a John Carpenter fan, okay, I can bet my paycheck next week, which I need, so I'm not actually going to do that. <laughs> uh, maybe something like the thing. Maybe I don't see where you're you, going you with can, John. You can, you can, you can, okay, John Carpenter. Yes, because Ooh. it's got some great practical effects. I wouldn't consider it a straight up horror movie, even though the thing is very scary. It does have it, a sci-fi element to it. It makes you believe it's a horror movie at first, for to me. Um, yeah. And I really feel that the malignant character <laughs> should be on the horror icon list. Um, I, I don't want to spoil it for you, Jake. Okay. Malignant is one of those movies I love to introduce to people who have never seen it. That is a if if it, 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 it will mess you up. It messed me up. It's messed my dates up. It it will. That is a that, that's that's <laughs> not, don't mess your dates up. But yeah, I mean, uh, that, yeah. oh, I'm, oh, you mean for, like as far as messing them up? It messing oh, them up okay. like damn, like, this yeah. shit is crazy. Like, yeah, this shit is I crazy. Show yeah. that no more if it's messing if up your dates. Yeah. <laughs> if you have, if you're a horror fan, thriller fan, please, Malignant is absolutely and insane. superhero fan. If you like superhero, I wouldn't know. You can't because that's what it. Yeah, I'll let you choose for yourself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. James Wan, uh, give me Malignant 2, please. Please, for the love of God, please do it. Well, and wait till you see the camera work for anybody that wants to see good filmmaking. Um, yeah, John Wick 4 was not the first time you saw that overhead camera shot. He, there's some overhead camera shots in Malignant that are absolutely hmm. incredible. Yeah, it, it's awesome. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you for your testimony, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate <laughs> it. I'm just glad I'm not the only one who liked it. I'm just glad you're on that I told same you, level. I really liked that movie. That movie was awesome. I'm, I'm surprised that Sean trashed it so I, it's, much. It's still know. shocking to me. Because I guess I Cause it was, was a relief yeah. for us to not get the same James Wan that we've seen in The Conjuring and Dead Silence, which that's what it was marketed as. So I thought it was going to be another mystery thriller. Okay, let's guess who the killer is, which it kind of was. But... 
on the psychological level and the twist level. And it then very, on the, it was a very good twist. Yeah, wait till you for see, me. Wait it was till a you very see. Good twist. I'm I telling you, a good twist. I, wait till you see the girl in that pr- in that jail cell. When you see the girl oh. in the jail cell. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That was a great. I, scene. I just looked it up, and I think I've seen it on Netflix. So I'm I'm definitely gonna watch it tonight. <sighs> I love that movie. Love love that movie. James Wan, you're one of the best working today. You're a Hall of Famer, man. Thank you very much. Thank you for your service, sir. We appreciate you. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to knock out two for me, and then we'll go back to Jake. Or is it Jake or be Ryan? Yeah, it'd be me. Okay. All right. So my number three pick that I picked out of, um, and I think I introduced this to all three of y'all, is Hereditary. Uh, and maybe uh, much to the, you know. You pushed me to watch it. To, much yeah. to y'all chagrins. Worth it. Uh, no, you definitely bullied me into yeah. watching that shit. <laughs> I'm still upset about you. Yeah, about Hereditary. That. Um, my, my girl, Tony Collette, you know, what a job she did in this. And, and, and she's, I feel like she deserved an award for that movie. She should have. Because she Absolutely. convinced me she was really going through stuff. And just this, this dude's irritation. And I just heard the son. The son. He did a very and good the, job. And the dad, I felt bad too. But just the, yeah. the, the feel and the setting of this house is always dark and shit and going on in this house. Like I told Jake, if you look hard enough, you're going to see stuff that you probably wouldn't have never saw. Um, the first time I saw this was in a the theater. I didn't know what I was getting into it. I wasn't super scared, but I was just had a un. I, I said this word a lot last time. An unsettling feeling in this movie. Like, man, something just doesn't feel good about this. And once it got to like the more of the climax in the movie. When they went up into a little uh, clubhouse, I was a little disappointed with that. I was like, eh, I don't know. You don't like that climax? I didn't. I wasn't understanding what, the it. Of it. Yeah, I didn't understand what the hell was going on. I had to see it a couple more times because I saw it a couple more times after that. But just everything up to where that accident that happened with the girl, um, everything leading up to what was coming was just what in the hell's going on here? Like, I felt really nervous in the movie. Like, I don't know what's going to happen next. And that's what makes a good horror movie for me or a good horror thriller. I put this as, um, that made it uh, a good horror movie. And that was probably one of the best horror movies since conjuring the first conjuring for me. Absolutely. I would say it's one of the best and it's, it's recognizable. That could be in most people's top five or top 10 at this. It's absolutely Uh, in my top five. horror. Yeah. 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 And because of everything that's happening, Tony Collette leading you into, she's kind of not sure what's going on, but she's, as she's digging up stuff, you're digging up stuff with her. I felt like I was along the ride with her, you know what I mean? And then I felt her pain. Everything is going on like super painful moments in the movie. Oh, in the movie, yeah, you know what sure. I mean? When she's it's, on the floor, right? Crying. And she's already coming off of a crisis to come into another crisis. The dad's just like, "Hey, I just want a good family. I just want to eat potatoes and <laughs> carrots and shit." And you motherfuckers, I didn't know your ass was this damn crazy. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of how he gave me the feeling. You know what I mean? Like you need to check on your just girl- eat potatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check on your <laughs> check on your girlfriend's and your wife's history before you get married, or if you are, are you married. talking to Will Smith? Yeah, right now? you better check. On- <laughs> Make sure they're not in a cult. And they don't even know about it, or their family is not in a damn ancient cult that summons demons at the end of the damn at the end of your days. So, summons, uh, summons yeah. Jada, so, yeah, summons, yeah, he talked about, talk <laughs> right, about Jada, for right, real. right. And so, for me, this was very, very nerve wracking. I didn't know where it was going to go. Great horror movie, not the typical horror movie. I liked this, it was unique to me. Uh, so for I'll keep it short and sweet, man. Number three pick for me. Out of the horror movie selections that we had, I, I, I went with Hereditary. Such a good movie. Yeah, so I'm, good movie. I think all three of you guys 
watch that off of my rec- recommendation. It and, takes uh, you by surprise, and it's uh, it's still I feel underrated. I feel like it's it was slept on for a while. I agree, and it I came agree. back with a vengeance once they start putting it on Hulu and uh, oh, yeah. like uh, uh, Amazon. So uh, if you haven't seen Hereditary, give that one a try. So. Tony if you Collette. will watch it during the daytime, yeah, yeah. with your windows open right. and shit, highly right. recommend. I watched it. it at night, pitch black. I was all alone <laughs> yeah. in my house. I remember this very vividly. My family left to go to go to to Boy Scouts for the night, so both the boys were gone, and then my uh, my wife was gone. I think it was just me, the dog, and my three cats. All the cats are gone. The dog was upstairs. <laughs> Even he got scared. He went up there like, "Fuck this shit." I, ain't watching <laughs> I was watching that movie. I was like, I was like really like frozen. Watching that scene that you warned me about, right. like subtly, but yeah. I was like, "Oh man, that really did fuck me up." And even at the end, like just the the woman crawling on the wall, like suddenly in the background with my yeah. brand new seventy uh, five inch TV I had, I can see that shit clearly. I was like, "Oh shit, what the fuck is going?" It 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 literally shook me. Just thinking about it right now makes my stomach drop. Those last twenty minutes of that movie oh, yeah. was some of the most. Uh, not only the bang the head on the attic. Yeah, but when that piano string came out, oh no! Oh my lord! For for me, it was the uh, when you see her when the sun wakes up, she's she's in the corner, and then she just quietly crawls. Yeah, that was disturbing. That that is very very disturbing. And like you said, you felt bad for the boy too. You didn't he didn't know what was going on. He just he made a mistake, which was a a terrible mistake that he made. Uh, He should have said something. He can't just go to bed after you. Your sister's hate. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, know the yeah. plan of that. Yeah, I know. He, they won't notice. Didn't he just like go straight to bed? He left the yeah. car yeah. there and everything. He just right. went to bed, just fall asleep. Nine one one or nothing. You had to find your daughter like that in the back of the car. Oh yeah, he didn't go to sleep. He yeah, just he didn't laid go to there. sleep. He just laid there with his eyes open, and and then you hear her scream. That's a rough. Ooh, that's rough. That was awful. Yeah, that's. And rough. didn't she like replicate like the whole uh, the accident yeah. and her little model that mm-hmm. she had? Yes. The, that's her way of coping and with her, that. Was so yeah. fucked up. That's when her husband started noticing something was up. Mm-hmm. It, but it was too late. You oh, know, yeah. he could have. He yeah. should have. Yeah, he, he could have. He should did something quicker. Especially when she starts doing seances. I'm like, all right, I'm taking your ass somewhere. Goddamn it, we we got to do something right now. You know. So yeah, for me, I, I I think I liked it so much because it did take me by surprise. And, yeah, it definitely well, did. And then I had another one. I'll just knock it out real quick. I'm going with Reagan from Exorcist. Not that I'm gonna talk about the Exorcist, but I'm going with Reagan. The little girl, Linda Blair, I feel like the exorcist girl is, she's an icon also, which is hard for me to say because it's a damn demon. But I looked it up, her, they actually, the demon called himself Pazuzu, which I don't remember him saying. But I don't remember I, that. Yeah, I don't know if he ever called himself the devil. He did say he was the devil, but the devil that they had in the movie's name was Pazuzu, which was something new to me. But that little girl, her acting, and Reagan. You know, being possessed all together—that's some of the scariest shit of all time. That scared that that scared me to death because I didn't know what I was getting into. I knew the movie when I watched it. Everybody had said it was scary. My brother had it, and he went to work, and I watched it. Was not scary like we talked about the first thirty forty minutes. I'm like, this is not scary. Like, come on, man! But when she got possessed, she started masturbating with the crucifix. I was like, who let her do this? Like, why? Who's doing this in this movie? Like, and then all the stuff that happened during the movie, all the the eerie things that happened on set, I, I felt like this was the scariest thing I had ever seen. And to this day, uh, hereditary scary, but you're dealing with the devil and what he was doing in this movie to this little girl, uh, the acting by Linda Blair, which ended up effing her up too. 
Uh, I have to give her. I had to give her a pick. I had to put her as a horror icon. The actress's scenes of her strapped in the bed, and he's you know do something if you're the devil. And he opens the drawer, and he he's like, oh, do that again. He goes in time. And I'm like, man, God, dog, this shit is just scary. Green stuff just foaming out of her mouth while she's laying there. Her face is all jacked up. The eyes. Everything just look wet always. Yeah, just waxy. This breath is cold in that room. I couldn't have been in that room. I couldn't have even been nowhere near that, you know. And so for me, I had to go with Exorcist as one of my icons. Um, I hate, you know, I don't, I don't parade it or nothing. But as if you want to talk about horror movies and horror people in the movie, and I, I feel like she's one of the icons. So uh, I went with Reagan, the girl from the Exorcist. As that was my actually, I think that was my that was your fourth, fourth pick. pick. Yep. So yeah. Yep. All right. Is it is it back to Jake now back to Jake. for our Sorry. fifth and final pick? Yep. And you still have a bonus pick uh, too, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I got to hit my uh, third and fourth and then the bonus. Uh, that's you just hit. What, what number? Yeah, I still have to pick my third icon and yeah, you, my you horror were movie. You're supposed to just pick one and then it would go to me and then. Oh, okay. Well, we messed that up. Well, just, right. go ahead and do two. I'll, yeah, I'll just go. I'll just do, do two. two. Yeah. So uh, going along with uh, my plan here, I needed a brawler and. Uh, <laughs> And I went ahead and, and picked Candyman. Because. Talk about the shit of my childhood. Yeah. Good Lord. There was nothing more terrifying than that dude. Just. You, you knew he was coming for you, and there's nothing you could do about it. So. Uh, I, and, and just the actor that played him. Tony Todd. Just, yeah. just super imposing. Iconic. Six foot super, six. Yeah. He's six, a, six, he's six, six in real six, life. Six, six in real life. Yeah. yeah. Just and his voice, everything about him yeah. playing that character was just imposing. Hell you know, he's and, just sitting uh, there at the end of the parking garage. Hell in. I'm like, oh hell no. It was a yeah. little kid getting his dingling cut off yeah. in the bathroom. I, I still, oh, yeah. I would never go to that Wiser Park bathroom just because <laughs> it looks so similar to Candyman. <laughs> I pissed on a lot of trees in Wiser Park. I'm sorry for Wayne. Uh, I would never go in that bathroom because of Candyman. So, uh, and and the bees. The bees got me. I I mm. hate hate anything that stings you. <laughs> really? And him just being covered in bees freaked me out. Uh so Candyman, definitely he he had to be one of my first brawlers. Uh and then just moving on to the next one. Uh I, I, I know I catch a lot of flack for this because this is not one of your guys' favorites in the uh the grouping, but uh Valak the nun. I had to pick her just because no matter where you go, what you do, she's going to find you. She's going to be there, and she's going to mess with you. And it, it's everything from, from moving objects to making you seeing things for even days seeing things. And uh, I, I feel like the lineup that I've got, the not making you see things, could work out perfectly. Um, and then... Just the imposing silence that comes along with the nun. Mm-hmm. Things moving in the background. Right. That that's it just creeps. And you me saw out. the nun too, right? Did you say you saw the I, nun? I have not seen it yet. My okay. wife has been, I feel like they picked it up in that one. So Oh yeah. My my wife has been stalling hardcore. <laughs> uh, and and it, in all fairness, I have put her through the ringer. Uh we watched the entire conjuring world. In in my uh, man cave basement in pitch darkness, damn big four K TV. Even the first Conjuring, everything. Oh my lord! In order, and uh, she she hates to love horror movies, and uh, 
I, I put her through the ringer, so I, I gave her a little break. Before I feel I like the nun too. Yeah, I feel like Valak is scary, but the the witch from the first nun that they were dealing with that I I was terrified of that thing. And I, yeah. I kind of crapped on the on the Conjuring too. I know I'm the more minority on that, but the nun's appearance in the Conjuring too was one of the highlights for me. Yeah, it was. It was way scarier than that old man. Room. Yeah, walk, um, yes, that, that was that was one of the scariest parts for sure. Just watching, I see, and that's one of those things. Like, why would you stay in that room? If if I see a shadow that's just walking around, I'm out. Yeah, deuces. But, but you're, you're talking about <laughs> paranormal fighters. They are, you know, they're they're they're, they're ghostbusters themselves. You know, well, so that whole series just brought my love back to the uh, the haunting movies because there's there's a series of movies that came out that just kind of made me fall out of love for that stuff and, and the Conjuring and the Nun brought it all right back and and in its rightful place in my heart. So it, it, I'm sure just like you, uh, there was a movie that had Liam Neeson and Owen Wilson that came out in 99 called the, oh. the haunting. Yeah. Did you ever see that? Where I Owen did. Wilson got decapitated by that little, that little lion <laughs> yeah. head or something. That oh, in the fireplace. What a piece of shit. Yeah, movie. I that, remember that. That's the yeah. bad side of CGI there. Yeah. That movie was the, God. The giant statue. Oh yeah. And everything. Yeah. No, that movie was, uh, it was trash. It was something else. It was trash. Wasn't Catherine Zeta-Jones in that movie? I think you might be right about that. I think I, she was. I was, try, I was trying to remember why I was watching. I remember her yeah. fine asses in that movie. So, so Valak, Valak is had to be on my list. I that was your fifth pick. Yes, okay, that was cool. that was, that was four and five. And okay, got you. Four and five. Okay, so yep. we're all doing four and five going forward right now, right? Yep, yeah, yep. we're. I, I mean, I'm on my last when it gets to me. So, all right. So number four for me. Just to complete it, as far as having Pennywise already drafted, I have to take it for my number four. That's a nice double up. Now, now, Ryan, I think you're the historian on this one. Is this the highest grossing horror film ever? Is it? I think um, it won the first. That first, it, I think it might be. If we're not adjusting for inflation, yeah, I think you might be right. And plus that it remake, I think that I know it opened up to over eighty. That opening weekend, I, I think like, I think it opened like it over hundred. I feel like it broke that, some kind of record. I think when it that came first out. it made like I would say over one hundred and twenty. It was that was a huge that was a monster opening. That's how good that trailer was. I Everybody told you, man, that, that trailer scared a lot of people, including myself, and including I was like, my ass. And I was like, holy shit! And I remember, I don't remember why I I feel like my wife blackmailed me into going to see this movie, but I feel like she tricked me. It was probably to get sex or something. I can't remember. But she was like, hey, you, you, you want to get something tonight? We got to go to the drive-in. We have to watch the movie It. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I need it that damn bad. You know what I'm saying? I'm all right right now. But it's just like, all right, man, you know what? I'm going to tough it through. I'm going to try to get over this whole phobia of clown thing. I'm going to watch this one because I love horror films. But putting a clown in a horror film, I don't care if it's killer, killer clowns from outer space. <laughs> I can't really I stomach. I can't really stomach clowns in movies. I don't give a damn what it is. But it is like I went to go see it. I watched it. And begrudgingly, I had to admit that movie was pretty damn good. That movie was pretty damn good. Even though I love the original one, the made for TV one, I have to give a very slight edge to the remake yeah. i loved what they did in the, the remake. little boys were funny 
They were they were cursing and yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Like they were hilarious, cracking on each other. Like wasn't and, one of those boys from Stranger Things? Yeah, I can't remember who yeah. Was, he was, was the one that was the most mouthiest of all yeah. of them. He was cussing and the shit. Smallest one. Yeah, yeah, he was a little punk. But that, that his relationship with the one who had the mom who was overbearing. Uh, I can't oh, remember yeah, his name. Yeah, yeah. That, them two were the the best little kids. I feel like. And yeah, you and you cared and you cared about these kids and you didn't want to see nothing happen to them because you liked the characters. The kids did a great job. They were the best part of it. And their little adventures and they were going ride their bikes and shit and they would tell each other like, yeah, I, I saw this clown and they're like, I did too. Like you feel like, man, you it drags you into that. Like, man, I, I remember being that age and shit that you might have thought was scary. Somebody else could probably thought was scary. And, and just imagine a damn clown who kills you and can be in anything he, he really wants to be, to be honest with you. Because he's not just a clown. He comes as whatever you're the most scared of. And yeah. that's another one, kind of like Candyman, where you can beat him by not being fearful of him. Yeah. Yeah. You could beat both of them. Because I think they fear, they feel, they feel, they fuel on your fear. Both of them that do. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think you could beat them if that's how they figured it out. Like, okay, us as a team, if we're not scared of his ass, he can't do nothing. But I would be fucking traumatized, you know. I mean, there's no way I'm gonna not be scared of a killer clown, you know. So, yeah, well, it, I have to say it it worked on me. So yeah, I had to say it had to be drafted by me. I had to take that That's one. As far one. as like the pick. horror movie, that was my pick. Now my fifth and final pick, I had to go back to the horror icon, and I had to pick this one. Something in my spirit told me this list would not be complete if I picked this one, and I had to go with uh, the Jeepers Creepers guy. That first Zebra's Creepers was something new. That that was that was, that was something yeah. special right there. Is it Justin Long, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. I thought that whole setup was <clears throat> brilliant, and like I said, I love the ending to Zebra's Creepers because once again, once you go a different beat of a movie, because I'm so used to people surviving at the end. When he got taken at the end, and he actually like like took his skin and everything, I was like, oh shit. Okay, this tells me something new right now. We don't all make it towards the end. It ain't just black people that don't make it towards the end sometimes, guys. All bets are off. White boy ain't making it to the end. This kind of fucked me up a little bit. I was like, hold on. I think I got a director's cut of like a new ending or something. Like, is this, <laughs> is this how it's supposed to go? Like, he didn't make it? But I just thought that was very bold. That was very brave. And like I, like we all said, I think Jake said it earlier, you see a trench coat or like a ugly ass like little like pickup truck or something like that rust out like that it freaks me out a little bit when i see that shit in traffic i like hold yeah, on for sure how many how 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 many how many uh winters has it been right now since he's been out like <laughs> yeah. has, what is it like 27 20, 28 or something like that and, and he starts to feed yeah 23 i'm like yeah. all right man we all gotta get in the house because he's he on the road right now like, <laughs> question, gonna get question for you how you beat him like you just gotta survive until he dies off that dude can fly too he can, can he? you can't beat him i don't think get a really fast car yeah there you, you go you gotta outrun him but he can fly like get a said. tesla yeah, you better get some more than that shit because uh, he throws shit too. He throws damn little stuff at your tires, and you know, like he did in the second one, he threw something into the tires and bust the tires out, and they couldn't go nowhere. But Jeepers Creeper Two wasn't bad, but after that, it was Fumble City. That it was really it really bad. was. I tried to watch yeah. that remake. It was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. You're talking about the most recent one, the, yes, yeah, that was one of the worst. Where they was at some oh. kind of carnival or something like that. Oh boy, it was so bad. Like think about the worst movie you ever seen. It probably tops that. <laughs> it probably tops it. It was yeah. really, really fucking bad. I can't believe they even let this one made. It made the one that came out before that 
like it was award-winning shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, that's how bad this one was. I was like, all right, man, somebody fumbled the ball on this one. This one should have been, like, on TV. It should be free. Nobody should even have to, like, pay to watch this. This should be like, hey, we'll pay you to watch this. Yeah. Like, please, because this movie is terrible. He's, it was absolutely trash. He's a very good villain. I mean, he's very scary, like, because you can't beat him and. Something that he needs, he he'll come after a particular person. So if he like, wants, yeah, he got yeah. like he like got part of his head ripped off, and he just like ripped the dude's head off, and then bam, like he got a new head. Like mm-hmm. the concept of him is very cool right. and very unique. Yeah, I like so, the idea of him like surviving that way. He loses the arm, he's like he's he's gonna take your arm, and all of a sudden he's gonna grow a new arm. So I, yeah, that that concept, that whole twist of him, I thought was makes him uh, an absolute horror icon. Very good pick to put that one on the list. So yeah, that was my number five. You definitely Keepers, have Keepers the guy. most unique. I do. Yeah. I I love unique and something that's not run of the mill kind of shit. That's dope. Yeah. I thought he was dope. He's a dope uh, monster or horror movie icon. And the second one when he took the little boy, I was like, oh my god, he took that little boy right away. Oh yeah, oh, and did he get yeah, it? Yeah, like, yeah. Was, yep, yeah. That right was a good opening when he was, was on like that. Uh, he was playing like one of the scarecrows. Scarecrows. Yep. Yeah. That that did kind of freak me out. I was mm-hmm. like, oh man, this is so damn bad. I feel so bad for movies the kids. who who take shots at kids and that. Yeah. Uh, seeing that, like, man, that's immediately rough to watch. lets yeah. you know that nothing's sacred. Nothing's off limits now. They don't took a kid. Oh my god! Because usually kids were like sacred. Like, oh, don't kill the kid. You now, know, so. I don't know if it was the second or the third one, but there was um, uh, a scene of the one of the Jeepers Creepers where there was a high school bus of uh, football. That's, players. The, second that's the second one. one. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, the basketball. Team. That's the, that's the, same, basketball. One. the, the yeah, same one. The top off the bus. Yeah, it's the same one he took the little boy in because the dad. Made some kind of contraption that he thought could kill it. Look, yeah. if um, just remember that the director of those first two movies is convicted pedophile for underage boys. It might make you look at that second one a little bit different. When you look at little that school bit. A yeah, little bit. Because I don't think anybody of those kids had shirts on during that whole scene. They did. They he's, he's that dude. The director of the first two Jeepers Creepers movies went to prison for being a pedophile. For a couple of years. Well, damn, no wonder why fell off. I'm sorry. Sorry. I, I, I was one of the more disturbing Hollywood stories. All that other came movies, out. kids had their shirts on. God damn it. That makes sense now. <laughs> sorry. No, old had sucks. his shirt off. Uh, I'm sorry. Damn it. I didn't know that. I didn't know. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm sure Justin Long had a fantastic time shooting that first one. Oh, I saw he got his last name, Justin Long. Man, <laughs> all right. That's right. Move on. Oh, oh damn it, man. There you go. <laughs> I told you he'd be saying some flagrant <laughs> shit. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, okay, I'm gonna knock my third horror icon out the out the box, and then I'll get into uh, my horror movie pick. Number three for me. Uh, there's some good options still left on the board. Nobody picked Chucky, Jigsaw, Pumpkinhead, or Leprechaun. Um, and I would even say that my pick for number three those movies are better than any of the movies that I'm picking. Well, Jason was still on the board. Jason, Ain't nobody I mad about that. that. Yeah. yeah, Jason is up there. Pinhead. Um, wait a minute, Sean. Did you talk about Leatherface? Yet? I got. He's my last pick. Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. Okay, sorry. Um, Spoiler. I know. Damn sorry. <laughs> I picked Dracula for my number third pick. This is primarily based off the Bram. 1992 Bram Stoker's Bram's well, Bram Stoker wrote the book. Okay. So the movie, the name of the movie is Bram Stoker's Dracula, but the one that did have Gary Oldman playing Dracula. Okay. And okay. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Anthony Hopkins. More so off of untapped potential. So I believe me, I want to erase the 
Blade Three Dracula out of my brain. Oh hell no! That's that was some, some of the worst. And the God damn, forbid anybody paid to see the Omar Epps movie Dracula Two Thousand that came out in two thousand two. The, the Dracula. I think the, there's a movie called Dracula Two Thousand that, that came was out in two thousand. So <laughs> Dracula on the, the cereal bad. box is scarier than that. <laughs> Count Dracula, yeah, man. <laughs> like the chocolate count. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're not lying. <laughs> that movie was really uh, Blade Three and Dracula Two Thousand was were awful. Yeah, the and, count off Sesame Street was uh, scary. Yeah. And that One, shit. two. <laughs> um, I will recommend. There's a movie that came out this year. It's called The Last Voyage of the Demeter. I haven't seen it. Have you watched? I it? did. Oh, I, 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 I will. I think we'll talk about. The, I'll find time to talk about that next part. Damn good. Damn oh, wow. good. I, I enjoyed it. That's one of the better movies I've seen this year. I enjoy, I enjoyed that. And I do feel that uh, this is a movie. I still don't think we've got the definitive Dracula movie. I didn't like that they tried to make a franchise it with um, uh, the guy from Fast and the Furious Six. I can't think of that guy's name. Oh, it's uh, Luke Evans. Luke Evans. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Yes, that movie was bad too. The PG thirteen movie. I didn't think it was that bad. It was all right. <laughs> Which one was that? It do, it, it's the dude who he. Um, black hair, kind of yes. Dracula Untold, or something. He played like, like a king or something in the movie. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I and they were at war. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. origins of yeah, yeah. of Dracula. Okay, yeah. but I think that's Vlad the Impala. Vlad the Impala. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. and if you ever get a chance and you look up the history of how they would impale people, um, yeah, they started from a place you don't ever want anything to be stuck at, especially if you're a guy, and they twist that pole up. So it goes to the top of your mouth. So you actually, Vlad the Impala, who's a real life person in, in history. Sorry, viewers. But yeah, they would stick a spike pole through your anus all the way up through your mouth so that you could sit there and suffer for three days before you starve to death or get eaten by an animal. That's how he got his name, Vlad the Impala. They hinted at some of that in the, in the, uh, um, I can't think of that actor's name. I just said his damn name. What, tell me Luke Evans? Uh, the um, Commissioner Gordon. Uh, in the oh, place Gary back. Oldman? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Gary Oldman, yes. And, yeah, that movie was directed by the director of The Godfather, Francis Ford Coppola. But, yeah, if if I had to pick between a, a movie monster, I'd much rather be a vampire than a werewolf. If you're a, vamp- if you're a werewolf, yeah, you, you don't even have any memory of... What happened to you the night before? I, I feel like a vampire got too much shit that can kill them, though. I just I don't know so much like stuff garlic, in history. Silver, sun, and shit can't go outside. But if you can avoid all that, I can't do everything at night. Then you can sleepy. you can live for thousands of years. Yeah, you could. You're immortal, and some iterations of it, you're immortal. Oh yeah, right? oh yeah. Most, and you, you keep your your youth looks. Yeah, and you pretty much just get to bang and kill females. Now I'm saying that's nothing. To strive for in life, you got to drink blood. <laughs> you do. True, and you're going to go to the worst part of hell can't when you eat, do eventually die. I can't eat spaghetti no more. I I like garlic and shit, man. I I, I hear no that more lasagna. Man. I hear that. I don't like that. But I would much rather That's be a vampire than a wolf. I need garlic. You can't you can't eat Italian spaghetti without is garlic. Right. Right. <laughs> you can't have the garlic knots. I know. Papa John's. Like, hold on, man. I can't. Can't come over for dinner for most women. Can't can't have spaghetti. And you know? you're making a good point. So yeah, yeah. if you want to have eternal life, you got to have sacrifice as well. So yeah, no more spaghetti, no more garlic, no uh, more sunlight. I don't want to live forever. I, Either I do I. And, yeah, that's that's a, that's a nightmare actually. But 
some people that's a nightmare that's worth power, living though and no like in some dracula yeah. wouldn't super they kill human, him super i mean like no and some holy water does that kill kill him you know there's so many different ways you can get out of vampire yeah, i mean it's kind of the same thing with werewolves because depending on which world you go with true like, do you only turn into a werewolf what? full moon or do you turn how you kill a werewolf yeah. silver bullet you don't have yeah. silver bullets just laying around in the chamber you know what i mean like yeah if a werewolf running around right now we ain't gonna be able to get his ass and nobody's got a silver bullet we're just waiting to pop it in you know so yeah and then, and then can you control your wolf form or no you don't know what happens and then, and then, not as a werewolf you can't yeah, no there's a, there's a yeah. bunch of different ways frankenstein i, I yeah, eat yeah, up he... everything and wake up naked in the zoo you know what i mean like <laughs> so like, what happened, man? Still- hey, you'll love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> you'll, you'll really, if you enjoy that, you'll love that show. But I do feel there is a definitive version of the Dracula story. Even you can even throw Van Helsing in there as as, as a monster hunter. <laughs> the shape shifting, the incredible power, and just the charisma of what that can be. I, I do feel there is a definitive Dracula movie that we have not seen. It's just going to take the right filmmaker to make it, and. That is absolutely one of uh, whatever list you look up online or in past history books, the 100 books to read before you die, Dracula is going to be on the list. I think I did my, uh, was that senior year? We had to read a book and do a speech yeah, about it, Sean? Yeah, brought that TV in and uh, we watched Bram Stoker's, didn't we? Uh, yeah, yeah, I showed the first clip of that. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that Gary Oldman, the first 15 minutes of that is pretty scary. But yes, just the idea of it himself, I, I don't think will... Of course, we're always going to see vampire movies, but the Dracula story, we still haven't seen that yet. And I, I do feel there is an absolutely horrifying, thrilling movie that we'll see. And the I just like how everybody in this uh, in this show tonight, you guys had different ideas The the it's limitless, limitless possibilities for the character of Dracula. He will always be a horror icon. And I'm putting him over the Wolfman, Frankenstein, yeah, for creature sure. from the yeah, yeah, he's, he's Black Lagoon, yeah, he's he's he's, mean, an, he's an icon, he's an OG, he's, he's a solid pick, yeah, he's always like it. the leader of whatever he's got going on. Everybody, all other vampires supposedly originate from him, right? I mean, in some tales, they would like, to, yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. Well, he's supposed to be the first vampire, right? I mean, I mean like, you can also control him, yeah, I mean, true, it's, it's true, like a hive mind. Yeah, you know, I actually heard uh, that. Uh, 1920s uh, black white movie Nosferatu mm-hmm. um, they couldn't get the rights to Bram Stoker's Dracula so they copied it and called it Nosferatu that's just movie history there fun fact And uh, but yeah Dracula number 3 from my icon list and uh, this was the hardest pick for me tonight we had to pick the actual movie gotta go with one of my movie icons here uh, it's Mr. Stanley Kubrick one of the most brilliant minds who ever picked up a damn camera and decided to be a storyteller. I'm going to go with The Shining. Um, I think we've all talked about a few movies, including Hereditary, The Conjuring, The Exorcist. I would say those movies are scarier. But I don't think any of those movies reward viewers on repeat viewings the way The Shining does. Um, One reason that people will... Look at this. Uh, I think uh, in today's generation, most people believe we faked the moon landing. Most, uh, most people in our age group don't think we actually went. Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin walked on the moon. That was filmed on a Hollywood stage. And the reason behind that conspiracy, they think that Stanley Kubrick 
shot that that fake Mulan footage because 2001 was so ahead of its time in special effects industry. Up until Star Wars came out in 1977, uh, what we saw in 1968's 2001 A Space Odyssey, that was the best special effects anybody had ever seen in a movie, for sure. And it's way ahead of its time when you go back and watch it. These, these, they were using iPads before that, before even laptop and uh, monitor and tower computers were even a household item. They were using iPads in a 1968 movie. That movie was way ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. Now, you go back to The Shining, add credibility that Stanley Kubrick was the one who is behind the, the fake landing conspiracy. Danny, the little kid riding a bicycle, he has the Apollo 11 rocket on his shirt. Huh. They adds to that. You'll also notice as you rewatch it, most of the hotel is decorated with Native American symbolism. There's most the floors, the stuff hanging up the walls, all of that is Native American symbolism. And it kind of the movie has underlying themes of how America was extremely violent to minorities, uh, namely uh, blacks and Native Americans. That is an underlying theme in here. Um, that's why the, one, the most violent death in there is... Um, the black dude who gets tore up. Axe yeah. in the chest, yeah. absolutely. That, that was absolutely intentional by Stanley Kubrick. But you know what? Um, Stephen King said he didn't like... He this. hated it. Yeah, he, he tried to redo it, didn't he? He re did he for a team, re- yeah no he didn't redo the shining but he did he rewrite it or he because he said he didn't like this 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 version of the shining he didn't yeah, yeah that, that's a, that's a very popular story in Hollywood but the TV version that came out in the nineties or two thousands nowhere near that that was a more faithful adaptation of his book okay yeah. so um, yeah Stanley Kubrick he did it, it it's an adaption it's mm-hmm. uh, he added in this extra symbolism in there um. And just like I was mentioning uh, some of the stuff that I picked up on watching this Exorcist uh, movie from a couple weeks ago, um, there's absolutely something going on with Jack Nicholson and his son on there. Uh, next time you watch The Shining, um, Jack Nicholson invites his son to come sit on his lap. And he's mm-hmm. like, you know, I'll never hurt you, Danny. You'll know I'll never hurt you. Um, that's when he gets all, after that scene, that's when he starts getting all the bruises and starts sucking on his thumb and all that. Um, you've heard me talk about Michael Jackson and all the trauma he went through as a kid. That's why I think uh, he had that split personality disorder. They were hinting on that in The Shining because I think Danny was abused by Jack Nicholson's character in that movie. That's why he has that split personality. Uh, red rum, red rum. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's what brought that out. Um, and I don't even want to get talk about the damn. Um, the guy in the bear costume who looks like he was given uh, fellatio to another man once the once the ghosts start start uh, ex- revealing themselves to all the characters, um, and like I said, it is film craft at its best. That the opening pan shot with the, with the score playing, it's just going over. The mountains as they're driving on the highway. That's one of the most beautiful opening mm. sh- scenes of all time. There are scarier movies than The Shining. There are very few that are better directed or acted. 
than you'll see in this. And the underlying themes are are numerous. I, this this movie re- rewards mul- rewards viewers on multiple viewings, and there are there's mo- so much more than what's there on the surface. And I think that's a sign of a good movie if you pick up something new each time you watch it. The Shining is a uh, timeless masterpiece, and it it's rightfully deserved to be in the in the movie hall of fame. All right. Dope. And that was your number five, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, All right. Sir. So now last one is on Sean. All right. Um, I went with one of the arguably uh, second best slasher on that list. Uh, Leatherface. Leatherface is an icon. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, for that being like somewhat of a true story, I know it wasn't quite like that. That scared me as a kid because my brother's like, you know, this is a true story, right? I'm like, shit, and this is. I hope this isn't true. This is terrifying. Yeah. Um, I remember, Ryan, we had, when we lived together, I had never seen the 70s version until you had it. Really? Yeah, and that was creepy. I remember the semi, it was a semi scene and shit in there. That was creeped out about that. There was, I didn't know those existed. Like the 74 version, I believe. I didn't know those existed until my 20s. Like my, I just thought. So my top 25 yeah, favorite movies I, of all when, time. When we started, when I started realizing, I think the one you're talking about with Matthew McConaughey, I had seen that version of the Texas Chainsaw. What? Song. That was your introduction that to was. it? That was. I didn't, I didn't that know anything is, about Tommy, it. Tommy, you were talking about there's very few movies that are yeah. worse. <laughs> those, the, yeah, I thought that it was Matthew goofy. McConaughey? Yeah, it was goofy. That was a bad movie, but. Jessica Biel, uh, is it Jessica Biel or Alba? Is it Biel? It's Jessica Biel. Biel. I always get them confused. But anyways, her version I thought was really good, and that the dude who played Leatherface in there was freaking scary. I think hell. that that might be the best horror remake yeah, ever. The Jessica yeah, Biel a, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They did a good job. That's the best remake ever. Uh, old boy from um, Full Metal Jacket is the sheriff and the family that's low key trying to get people to come. You know, they, they kind of cap not capture you, but. Once you come to that house and, you know, you don't know any better, you think he's a cop and he's pretending to be a cop because all the uh, the livestock died in this town. They don't have any more meat. They don't have any way to feed themselves. So they're, they, they resort to cannibalism. And Leatherface is just uh, like, uh, I think it's born in from incest, if I believe that was right. Yeah. And uh, he, he just, he's deformed. So he wears uh, other people's faces. Per se, if you don't know, uh, but he's a he is a horror icon. The chainsaw, what he could do with a chainsaw. Now that one that came out about a year and a half ago, I didn't think it was a bad bad Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I you really mean the Netflix special, the now? Netflix special. And okay. He was on a killing spree, and like I said, he was throwing that damn chainsaw like he was an and one and shit. He was yeah. throwing it behind his back and shit, <laughs> fucking throw his legs and he throw went, it and catch he it. Went and Jason, Boyd yeah, and yeah, he definitely was. Uh, <laughs> you like the Magic Johnson of horror. <laughs> You killed my mama. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and one thing about him, he can run. You you better be have some wheels on that you with him. That big man can run. He can run with that damn chainsaw. You better be running your fastest. You don't know jog from him. He ain't no Michael Myers and Jason. He he comes running at you. You know what I mean? And he's big as hell. The that, one downside they yeah. had to that one that you talk about on Netflix is mm-hmm. bringing back the one girl. That sucked. That was not necessary at all. They're trying to cash in on Jamie Lee Curtis coming back for Halloween. She took a chainsaw to the chest and still moving. I was like, what the hell? That was terrible. And that wasn't even the same actress from the original. And and she didn't even die from that. She still was talking after he just cut her halfway through her chest. And she was like, oh, you need to go and do such and such. And you know, there's a scene that I always remember where the guy is talking and he was like, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And they go down in the basement 
as a kid, I thought that was live footage. Oh, yeah. I was like, like oh, yeah. shit. And then you see a face pop around. You talking this, about the remake? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought as I, when that I was, was pretty awesome. Yeah. I was like, man, that's creepy. When they and it said, this, these are the tapes of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and then you see like a face in the background of supposedly Leatherface. I'm like, man, this is, whew. Yeah. but this is scary. And you're right, Ryan. This is this is arguably between him and Michael Myers. I it's a toss up as far as the best slasher. Michael Myers got more films, but Leatherface is oh man, he's strong. He he hang you up on a hook. You know, I mean, like you can't really beat him up. I mean, you can kill him. Um, oh, Jessica Bill outsmarted him a couple times, but I, Leatherface is an icon too. I don't know if you can put him up there with the top four, even though nobody took Jason. I think Jason's movies are just not that good. They're not good at all, to be no, honest with you. And that brings him down. But as far as you see Michael Myers, you see Jason. You, I mean, you see uh, Freddy. You, you always see Jason sliding in with them. You know what I mean? He And he is Because that icon. damn hockey mask. That hockey mask. And he's big as hell and he's got the machete. He's just not as... It's not any substance to him. He, he is Michael Myers, but I feel like it's just not much to him. His movies are just not as good. But Texas Chainsaw Massacres are great movies, except for the one with Matthew McConaughey. No, you I know, would even say... That I would only honestly say the newest the, one the that 70s you were one, talking yeah, about. Yeah. That was damn good. The original... Is guaranteed. I, I would. I'm not gonna say guaranteed, but it's my favorite horror movie of all time. The they 1974 up. one is my oh, favorite. Oh, oh, I'm putting that above Scream, The Exorcist, The Conjuring. I can't put it above Exorcist, but I would put it above Scream. There was another one they made where it was a prequel to the Jessica Bills one, and the two boys were in the military. And remember, they crashed and it he was found I, that wasn't bad. That wasn't that good. That wasn't bad. Yeah, that wasn't bad. I feel and like especially that was Especially the one with Trey Songs in oh, it. Oh, that sucked. That was that terrible. sucked. But the one that before where he found their little military car, who the fuck left this military card out here? Who didn't you didn't go to the military and stuff? And he was all on um was Roy E. Emery, that's his name. Uh, yep, yeah, yep. he was all over them about not signing up or, or going into the draft or something like that. I didn't think that was the best, but I thought it was better than that Trey Songs one for sure. Was, I really, yeah, yeah, yeah in my, in my, I was a passing grade. I didn't think it sucked. That's all I could say. So I wasn't uh, a fan of that one, but yeah. I will say the original sequel is one of the worst movies ever made. Uh, yeah. the, the, the original sequel to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which came out in 74. Mm-hmm. The sequel didn't come out to like I believe 1986. Okay, and then they had a third one in the 90s. Both of those are two of the absolute worst movies in the horror genre I've ever seen. But that original is my all time favorite horror movie. It's just the the 16 millimeter photography and just the build up. It, it's just a creepy vibe right from the mm-hmm. first frame, and that tension just keeps building and. They even dismembered a guy in a damn wheelchair. Yeah, you know, I remember you talking about that last year. And there's, uh, they have ten movies to their credit to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Three of them are damn good, so, including yeah. that most recent one yeah. where you said it was like Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, the he was doing a lot of shit. <laughs> I enjoyed now, that. Now, if one. you're looking for some good kills, now he does. Oh yeah, that good. butt yeah. scene was awesome. Which was terrible. Everybody's just sitting there taking pictures of him. He's just chopping people up. Then they realize when they get to him, then it's time to run. And they try to jump out the window. And he just cuts their torso in half, and half the body falls out the window. You know, what I mean, I feel like, like that's exactly yeah. what happened to mo- like those uh those new millennials. Like, oh, we about to cancel you, bro. Yeah. It's like, dude, <laughs> he about to kill you. And this dude got a damn. I enjoyed that. I had never see him fill it up with gas either. That motherfucker shit. Is, <laughs> he just. I can't even start my dad's damn chainsaw, let alone. 
They got to put two different types of gas in this and mix it up and then pour that in there. You got the, the choke is always messed up. Like, man, this damn chainsaw is unlimited. I've never seen him put gas in <laughs> yeah, it. Once he's got it started, it don't go out. But it start, starts every time. Like, God damn, it's a good chainsaw. Take good care of that stuff. He cleans it and stuff. But no, man, Leatherface for me, that was my fifth pick. I feel like he, he he belongs in that Mount Rushmore. That Mount Rushmore, he belongs if there. If you only got four, you can slide Leatherface in there. Absolutely, uh, I love real. Leatherface. Yeah. Good pick. Oh yeah. Well, the originals got one of the best kills too. The, the wheelchair guy. No, super <laughs> super subtle one where the dude's just standing in like the the closet area, and out of nowhere, you just see that sledgehammer just, and it's over. Oh, are you talking, talking about when he opens the door real yeah, quick? Yeah, hits yeah. him in the back opens of the head. The yeah, that was yeah. yeah. That's his first time you see him in the movie. Yeah, so subtle, but so effective. Then you and, see his legs shaking and shit. And that, yeah, oh, that was awful. That, that was, was uncalled for that, because that stuck they shouldn't have been mm-hmm. looking around in their house. They were and they remade that with a Jessica Alba's part. And Jessica it, Bill. Oh, Jessica Bill. Gotta get them confused. Bill. They redid that scene where the boy walked into the her boyfriend, and oh boy, bust him in the head. And even before that. When the girl shoots herself in the in the head because they're going the wrong yeah. way, I was yeah. like, "Oh Lord, have mercy! What did I get myself into?" Yeah, yeah. That was one yeah. of the best camera shots in modern <laughs> film history. Yeah, yeah. yeah and they right. panned out behind, but through the bullet hole in her head. Yeah, that was a crazy camera shot. I said, we on for a long ride on this one, you know. So that yeah. was surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. That's that's a movie I didn't think ever needed remakes. That first one was such a classic, mm-hmm. but the Jessica Bill remake was damn good. It was, especially it was. when you compare it to that. Nightmare on Elm Street. And she wasn't that. just a damsel in distress. She was fighting back. You know, she she had no choice, but she was fighting back. I like that it didn't make her weak. You know, like oh my god, it's gonna fall down everywhere. Now, she fought in distress yeah, the whole time. Yeah, she she fought back. She fought back. So and yeah. I'm I'm putting her and Jessica Bill in that Texas Chainsaw remake. She gets to go in the same uh, Halle Berry and as Catwoman, Cameron Diaz and that Jim Carrey the Mask. That is some of the finest. I have ever seen a woman look in a movie. Oh yeah, there's they, she's in that she's in that Hall of Fame. Wait, who are you talking about again? Jessica, Jessica Bill in the remake of the Texas Chainsaw. As far as a, a female looking good in a live action movie. Now, to her credit, Jessica Bill does go against the whole cliche that women got a white women got flat asses. Yeah, she, she got she looked like she do her squats. Yeah, she there, does. If you she's, watch, there's a close that white t shirt looks yeah, great as well. It's a close up. You see a little bit of sweat roll down her back. I, I got a close up on it one time. It's a little bit of sweat in that movie. She just sweating. They got a close up. You just see her because she got like a half shirt on. Oh god. I'm going to keep my notebook yeah, where I yeah. got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you want to oh, go back God. and watch that. I don't hurt Lacey. Let Lacey hear this part, please. You might have to edit that one out. But anyway. <laughs> you ain't never going to meet Jessica Biel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, but yeah, she did a good job, like you said. So. Not a great actress, but I thought she did a pretty good job. Yeah, she one. did good. Like I don't a, think she's bad. I no, she's not bad. Yeah. Sorry. Didn't Ben Affleck, wasn't Ben Affleck dating her for a while? No, that's uh, Justin Timberlake's woman. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. He messed. He even cheated on her at one point. They're not still together. They they are, but I think he he loafed and got her back somehow. Anyway, you know that's going to happen. You know, but um, then we could do our bonus pick real quick if you guys want. So, oh yeah, yeah. I guess whoever wants to go first, really. So uh, I'll I'll go ahead and take it. So um, we've talked about him a lot. Though his movies aren't the greatest, he's still a very imposing character and. uh, and I needed another brawler for my team, so I had to go ahead and, and uh, pick Jason Voorhees. Oh, okay. Mr. Voorhees. Yeah, because, I mean, 
like Sean said, he he was probably the most inhuman killer in all the movies. Uh, he he doesn't really have a goal other than to kill everything mm. at Crystal Lake and uh, and do it in the most style possibly. <laughs> I mean, the dude had like basically an RC machete. He'd mm. throw it and it just hones in on you. And nothing you can do about <laughs> it. So uh, and and. I mean, he could get you from far. He could get you from close. It doesn't matter. You are going to die, and it's going to be brutal and probably slow. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's just a, very intimidating. There's no uh, reason with him. You can't reason with him. Y- yeah. yeah. I mean, he doesn't talk. He it doesn't is, do yeah. nothing. You were just well. You know, you he know. was like a special needs yeah. in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. Ch- 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 oh yeah. Ch- ch- yeah. Like, I'm scared right you, now. I know. <laughs> you, you hear that? You know yeah. over. That and the din, 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 Michael Myers theme. Those two yeah. are classic. You know. So. Yeah. So I I had to pick Jason for a brawler. Uh, there's there's quite a few, and uh, Sean Sean took Leatherface from me. So yeah, I had a I chance think, to pick that. I'm ashamed yeah, of myself. That's how yeah. fantasy goes. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I think, yeah, uh, yeah. You're right. I, I think out of the big brawlers here, I think really Leatherface and Jason are, are top. Top of the top. Michael Myers, you could throw in there, but, I mean, he, he was just tall. He wasn't, you know, Broly. You yeah. know, he, he got Broly as the movies yeah. went on. but Yeah, he, he yeah. went to the gym a few and times. And they made it seem like he wasn't supernatural from the first part of the first couple mm-hmm. movies, and he slowly became unbeatable like Jason. Jason, yeah. they took it right to the, oh, he's not. He already came back from the dead because yeah. his mom was the killer, right? I mean, his mom was the original killer. Yeah, she's yeah. kind of like the conduit for the evil. She summoned him, Jason. right? Yeah. She summoned him back. Yeah. yeah. Um, because because she was angry. I mean, no they let him die while they were fooling around. Yeah, yeah. Her, and, her poor baby drowned in a lake when they should have been watching him. Yeah. And uh, he, he really had no business being in that lake anyways. But... Uh, yeah, no, he he was just he's imposing. He's big. He's coming for you, and, and he never runs. No, nope, he's just true. there. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter how fast you can run because you turn the corner, he's there, or or he's just going to throw his machete at you, <laughs> a chainsaw, you know, whatever mm-hmm. he's got on him, pitchfork. Uh, but yeah, it, he he's just he's the epitome of a brawler. Good, so. good. And at the very least, that franchise, I think, is just synonymous with the day and a date that'll freak anybody out. Mm-hmm. Okay. It'll Very be, true. It'll Very be true. February, yeah. Friday the 13th. <laughs> I'm yeah. looking over my shoulder all day. I'm like, he does have his own day. And he you'd does. be walking down the street and you just hear... It's that Jason mask. And y'all forgot about one Jason movie. Y'all remember Jason Goes to Hell? Yeah. yeah. That's I when they barely started, remember that. That's one. when they started this Freddy vs. Jason, because when Jason died... Freddie grabs his mask and pulls it back down under the ground. That's right. Yeah. I so don't they, remember they that. started it in that movie. I got to watch yeah, that movie again. Yeah, it was like 10 oh, years yeah. before, after yeah. that, Jason Goes to Hell. Took like 10 or 15 years yeah, before Freddie. talking Freddy about it for went. a long time. That's up there with yeah. the Alien versus Predator thing, where they hint at something for a long yeah. time, and then it finally happens. And, and then you forget about it. <laughs> exactly. Like, hey, yeah, I didn't think about it. 10 years ago? Yeah, because you see his mask, and then you hear Freddie, oh, and he grabs it. And he pulls it down to hell with him because at this point Freddie had already been dead, and then they you know started back over. But yeah, yeah. And I mean, even in uh, if you want to make it canon or not, Jetty or Jetty, uh, Jason versus Freddie. I mean, 
Freddy I love that damn movie. Yeah. That movie was I, great. I loved it too. I thought it was. Cool. I looked at it as comedy. It wasn't yeah. scary, but it was comedy. It was, it was a little a, bit overrated. It was cliche. It was a typical everything you see in horror movies. You know what I mean? Like the, the girl running topless in the Jason movies. I will you know say, I mean? like, yeah. as far as showdowns go, that movie delivered way better than Batman versus Superman. And Alien versus Predator. Yeah, yeah at this point, yeah. DC is just a whole other horror once, genre. Once, <laughs> Good point. Once Jason brung him the big to the, team ups, that movie delivered. Yeah, once Jason yeah. brung him to the real world where Freddy had to be human. In oh, a way, that was a great night at the movies. That was a great night at the movies. Shooting those little torpedo things. Freddy was shooting it at Jason, but once Jason got him in that little cabin, he was just slinging him around at that point. And, and, that, yeah. and that kind of proves my point right there that, you know, Jason's a brawler. You don't yeah. want to get close to that dude. Doesn't matter how powerful you are, right. he's going to be more powerful than you. Him in that cornfield, Fravers Jason. Oh, oh he went ham on those he kids. He went ham. He was on fire, stabbing people. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that, was, that was like the Netflix <laughs> leather face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went ham. He went really Hope you like being on Facebook Live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His machete was even for, I think he threw that in some guy's yeah, stomach. Yeah, yeah. Boy, yeah that was, well, that, that Freddy was awesome. Freddie got him in the dream, though. He tore him up real good because he. Yeah, the first time he prayed Jason on didn't his, know what to think about it. He prayed on his, uh, his weakness was water. He didn't like water yeah. so he tore him but up as soon that. as he figured out what was going on yeah, it yeah. was it was game over yeah. for freddy yeah once freddy came to real world it was game freddy turned into jet lee he was doing kicks and shit like come on man J- J- doing roundhouse on jason and shit like that's ridiculous so all right well, i enjoyed yeah, that yeah. i enjoyed that yeah. and shout out to sorry um at uh jason um hitting the girl in the sleeping bag against the trees one of the best horror kills of that was on the one of the newer Jason. Yeah. Oh, they, oh, that was like Jason in Space or some shit like they, that. They, they remade it in Jason X. No, that so, wasn't Jason X. That was the the Jason that had the black dude who got stabbed in the back with the axe. Remember we talked about it? Remember? No, he didn't beat her with the uh, sleeping bag. The one that you think about is like uh, the newest Friday the 13th, I guess is kind of like the, I guess a remake one. Whatever. They were doing Pinochle time. And then he, where he had like yeah. the one Asian dude and the black dude, whatever, where yeah, he threw an yep, axe and hit yep, him. Yep. The one that you're thinking about is Jason X, where they was in like a space or something like they that. Did, they had but, his body. but it was a simulation. It though. was a simulation because they had like these two girls in a sleeping bag. Then all of a sudden he started beating them up against a damn they tree. Did, but it was, he did that in, in like Jason three or four, like in the, one of the old eighties ones. That's why they oh, threw I it in Jason X. Yes. The eighties one, I believe it was in four, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken, he he killed a bunch of special ed kids in one of the Jasons. It was some like kids that had like were do you remember that or I'm tripping? Um, that Jason's franchise is no. very freaking good. <laughs> <laughs> he was killing kids that had like deformities and shit. I don't know. I just thought none of the movies were good enough for me to pick. Yeah, he Jason has like though. the most forgettable franchise out of everybody. I, yeah. He's never had a great movie, but he's icon he is absolutely he's one still of the icons. His horror icon, yeah. Absolutely. All right, Tommy, what you got, man? All right, my bonus pick for uh this draft was gonna be Halloween because I was shocked that it was still on the board. Yeah. It that, wasn't on the board. I didn't think I put that one on there. That's no, it's dad. okay. Lacey did a good job. Shout yeah. out to Lacey for making this yeah, board. Big, for yeah. Great job, Lacey. Yeah, great yeah. job. Handwriting is impeccable. I a lot owe, better than what I, I thought it was going to be. I owe her Red Lobster. Yeah. So Yo, just, just make her cheddar <laughs> biscuits at home. Make those cheddar yeah, biscuits. Yeah, no, she did a good job because I couldn't be that detailed oriented. Honestly, it's a shame to see it get in the trash. Yeah, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to put yeah, it on Hang on to that. Yeah. Hang on to that. It'd be a good memory, if anything. Yeah, for sure. So you had Halloween. I had Halloween because I think that is probably the most popular franchise out of all the franchises. Not just for the longevity and Jamie Lee Curtis becoming a star over it. But I thought the last trilogy actually revitalized it a lot more than I thought. The first two of that. The last one, one was uh, uh, it had potential, but I was like, I didn't like the angle of like him being in the sewer, being yeah, homeless. 
like mm-hmm. half the movie and then trying to bring in this new kid and then just ended up killing him at the end. It, it, it was, it was kind of weird, but I did like the beginning of that first one, but it was still like, I, I, I brought this up in the podcast when we did a review for, it. I thought it was still kind of weird that the new age bullies were like the band yeah, geeks or something <laughs> like that. That was like the weirdest thing I've ever seen in a horror film. Like I'm used to like the eighties bullies as being like the, Football players and basketball players. Now all of a sudden, like these jocks are like a bunch of fucking trombone. Like, 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 homie, you played a trombone, you played a flute. Yeah, y'all marching band gang. Like, when when does this become a thing? I didn't pick up on that when I watched it. It was because of you, Tommy. That it was so bizarre. This is this is a a group of band nerds we're talking about. It. I just remember he had a Letterman jacket on. So I thought he was just the only football player out there. His friends were in the band, in the in the marching band. Well, it, yeah. It's kind of like Twenty One Jump Street when they go back to high school. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, y'all the thugs, <laughs> yes sir. Nowadays, <laughs> and like, he for was real? Like you punched a, a gay black kid on, on at the school grounds. Yeah. <laughs> yes. he, and he was a grown man. I don't yeah. know why he was fooling with them because he wasn't in school no more. Nah, yeah. he was like because he was because uh, he was messed up because of what happened to that kid when he was now. Babysitting. I will say that one shocked me. Because I'm when he was he got pushed off that balcony and died. I was like, oh, I didn't see this coming. Oh, didn't like yeah. the parents walk in they and they saw him and, and they saw him smack, fall. Yeah, hit the ground, and killed that, him. That that was a pretty fucked up death. That was actually that. a very good. surprising I opening for that movie. Yeah, on top of I was expecting Michael Myers to pop out and stab somebody. They yelling and screaming and shit. Oh, Michael Myers getting ready to get out here. Y'all know he's out here. Y'all need to shut the hell up. And then boom, he gets knocked over the balcony. I'm like, what? I didn't see this coming. And even then, I just didn't like the fact that Michael Myers was kind of on the sideline. And they focus on this new kid and Jamie Lee Curtis and her punk ass daughter that got on my nerves. I think yeah. if, if they if they just went full throttle and made the Jamie Lee Curtis's punk ass daughter or granddaughter, yeah, granddaughter, turn yeah. completely evil, and they were like a Bonnie and Clyde killing duo, I thought they were going with that's that. Exa- that's they kept hinting at that. They were they were both hinting at their descent into madness. But I feel like there is outside interference, probably from the executives and producers. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to villainize that character that much, and they just wanted to villainize the, the male character. You think because they need her to to, to to carry the torch still? I, I think that it was just going to be I too dark. So. Yeah. I, I think it, it's more or less Jamie Lee Curtis isn't going to be there forever, and they could always just find a you know six-foot, six-foot guy to play Michael Myers. That's a good yeah. point. That so. is a good point. Yeah, but they need her as a symbol now. Like, okay, her granddaughter is going to carry that, a reason for him to keep coming back his spirit or wherever to keep coming for this right. bloodline, you know? So that's dope though. Halloween is, you know, it's, just because, it's just because of the, I the new trilogy and the Buster Rhymes one. I think people yeah. are like, all right, that's that about it. You know, I'm not going to dog H2O. H2O wasn't bad. H2O, the, it was just that Buster Rhymes resurrection one. That oh was awful. my, her him and Tyre Banks. Oh Lordy. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then that season of the witch, uh, which had Halloween no three. Michael Myers. Exactly. Didn't have Michael. That, that, I hate that damn movie. <laughs> What were they thinking about that? Like, they weren't thinking. Like, exactly. It happens. It happens in every movie in a franchise. Yeah. Like this one movie where it, just, it jumps a shark. You're like, all right, man, what the hell was going on? Y'all just took the day off when y'all wrote this movie. It, it happens. For, yeah. But I think overall, Halloween, that franchise is a solid franchise that stood the test of time. It lasted for generations for people to still enjoy even Absolutely. to this day. So. I think that's going to be my sleeper bonus pick for right. right now. I think Halloween is a great pick for me. Oh, I think that's the best horror French. It could be. I, I think, think it is, actually. I think it's number one as far as... Like, as far as quality movies yeah. go. Like I, quality I even like the, the Jamie Lee Curtis Halloween 2. I enjoy Halloween 2. You talking about when she's in the hospital the whole time? Yeah, that's the yeah. second one, right? Yeah, I, that was, I, I, that was the, like the, Evil the, Dies the, Tonight? No, no, no. The, oh, the, the newest one. The, I'm talking about... 
both. Now, the, uh, the Jamie Lee Curtis new one, I like all three of them, even the one that you guys despise. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. Where he was in the sewer. Oh, I didn't like that one. It was, I didn't like that one. Uh, the guy getting it in the in the DJ booth at the radio station. But it wasn't then, Michael Myers it, doing that. That was the It was yeah. I still liked it. And yeah. and your boy uh with the with the band coat on, he got the blowtorch to the face. Oh yeah, yeah. There was enough it was the weakest of the three, but I I enjoyed Halloween ends. I, I I think that that first Halloween was so damn good. Expectations were so high. And I really feel when people go back and watch some of the old Halloween movies, I think they'll have a little bit more appreciation of how how much Halloween ends delivers. It delivers a f- way more than some of those other older 90s Halloween movies and miles above Halloween Resurrection with um, with Buster Rhymes <laughs> kicking that Michael Myers away. That goes without saying. <laughs> Still, Roundhouse, and Michael Myers just turns around and walks away. I never thought see Buster Rhymes do a jump kick in a before movie. Before you go, I think the third one would mess me up was when he starts roughing Michael Myers up in that sewer. Like, come on, this Michael Myers. Michael Especially how badass he yeah, was in, yeah. the, in the first two. Now he's all beat up, laying down and shit. He needs, he's lost his mojo or something. He was just laying down in the sewer. Nobody's scared of him. You know? I, he punked the shit out of Michael he Myers. He did. Took like his mask and everything. Michael was just like, damn. Yeah, I didn't like that, but you know he got his at the end though. He got that him was back. satisfying. Yeah, yeah, he got him back. But who was your uh, bonus pick, Ryan? What was your bonus pick? Who? This is tough. This is tough. Um, I'm gonna go for a movie on my bonus pick. I, I was contemplating this. Mm-hmm. I told you that. <sighs> you know what? I was gonna do the descent. I think Sean, you had the descent on a hidden gem in one of the previous mm-hmm. episodes. So I'm going to go with a modern filmmaker for mine, the director of Sinister, the Doctor Strange one, the Exorcism of Emily Rose, and the more recent, the Black Phone. I'm going to, I'm going to go with Scott Derrickson in the movie on the horror director side. Okay. Scott Derrickson, I, I do feel mm-hmm. just like James Wan, these two are going to lead the horror baton going forward. Uh, Black Phone. Very, Freaking very awesome. Very good movie. Very Shocked good movie. Shocked the shit out of me. Um, Did you see that Jake Black Phone? Mm-mm. Put that one on your list. I, I, yeah, yeah, I heard you guys talking about it. Yeah, on put that one on your list. That, that was an absolute good one. Exorcism of Emily Rose, shockingly good. I thought that I had seen enough Exorcism movies. That was a good one. Really enjoyed Doctor Strange 1. I know I've had my complaints about Doctor Strange 2 being a huge letdown. That Visually, was, it was amazing. It was okay. It was okay. It, oh, I loved it. It was okay. I, I understand why people like it. I was a little let down with Doctor Strange too, but that was Sam Raimi who made that. Oh, I was talking about one. Oh, oh one. Well, that's one. Visually, yeah. it was amazing. I love Doctor Strange one. Yeah, it was visually awesome. But um, Sinister one was, I think, a modern day horror classic. It, no, it's not on the same level as The Conjuring. But damn, if that movie didn't freak me the heck out, I was terrified every time. Ethan Hawke put one of those film strips in that in that damn projector, and we had to see how this dude was killing these families that lived lived there before him. Um, Sinister Two, unfortunately, which was not directed by Scott Derrickson, was a big letdown. But I felt we had a new franchise on our hands after that first Sinister, and that's one of those movies that I don't think I, right along with The Conjuring and Hereditary, I I, won't, I don't think I see myself watching that alone um yeah scott derrickson his go-to writer is uh 
one of my favorites. It's a guy by the name of uh, C. Robert Cargill. He he uh, was a movie critic on an internet website called Ain't It Cool News. That was like the go-to website for movie reviews before they came out to the mainstream in the early 2000s. That, that was one of the first websites I was addicted to on the internet. And to see that guy kind of be one of the more successful screenwriters in Hollywood, um, it brings joy to my face. But uh, Scott Derrickson, movie director behind Sinister, the first Doctor Strange exorcism of Emily Rose, and the, his most recent work, The Black Phone, uh, anything with his name in the director's chair, I'm giving a chance. Uh, yeah, that, that's my that's my bonus for tonight, Scott Derrickson. Nice. I didn't see that one coming. All right, well, mine is, um, I'm going to end the night with this one. I'm going to go, uh, my bonus was The Exorcist itself, The Exorcist movie. Uh, the scariest thing I have ever seen in my life. And the reason that I was scared, because I won't say we're a super religious fan, but the superstition that my dad has and the background that my, my, my grandparents came from, they were into like black, black magic, not black magic, but old folk tales and some black magic. Um, it's just the, the feel that I had watching it when I was told not to watch it. 1973 Exorcist to me is the scariest thing. And then I come to find out everything that happened on set. Um, the girl's house burned down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Linda Blair, she had to have her house burned down. Yeah, her house burned down. Um, and, and, um, after the movie was over with, um, uh, Ray, her name was Ray, uh, Linda Blair. Um, she had to have security because people thought she was glorifying the devil. The, the the movie the whoever made the movie the the, uh, the movie company that made the whatever had to help pay for security because people were trying to give her death threats because yep. you know stuff like that were glorifying the devil. Um, people nine people died on set. Nine uh, nine yeah. people died Damn. on set. Uh, they had to have real priests come and bless the movie. Real priests because because once the people started dying they started. People were threatening not to come back. Like, all right, I'm out. I'm not doing it. Multiple injuries. Cameraman's getting hit in the head with shit. You're falling off of stuff. That movie was just probably something they shouldn't have never messed with. It still holds up as to me. And it's 50 years old now. It's the scariest movie of all time. Um, it's born a lot of remakes and people trying to redo The Exorcist and trying to recreate. And it just never can happen. To me, maybe you guys may think some other movies are scary. That movie, to me, still holds up as the scariest thing I had ever seen to this, to this date. And it's hard for me to watch it. I skip over it. I be landing on it on Max. Like, oh, nope. And I just go right over it. I'll watch Hereditary twice before I watch The Exorcist. <laughs> I just can't do it. So for me, I keep it short and sweet. Everything that happened to that girl, and for her to even come back in this newer one that we all went in. So I'm shot. They must have paid her a nice penny because I don't think she would ever want to take part in anything like this again for everything that happened to her in her life. I mean, she... She's 50-something years or 60 now, 60-something, but she went through it. She went through it, and everything that that, that movie stands for, besides even the possessions with, this, with the priest and his mom dying and all the background behind that and his this depression and him being the one the devil jumps in at the end, I just felt like it was just very, very un- unsettling and very, very unpleasant to watch. The Exorcist, for me, was my... my um, my, my bonus one. So one of the best movies ever yeah, made. Yeah. And I would, I do want to yeah. recommend anybody who uh, takes pride in their home theater system, go for the surround sound. I know sound bars are all the rage and it's simulated surround sound. Please. If you're a movie fanatic and you have the funds for it, 
get you a five or six speaker surround sound setup. The original Exorcist is one of those movies where the sound design is is what Hollywood became popularized for because yeah. I saw the Exorcist for the half of it for the first time on VHS. The first time I saw The Exorcist all the way through was when they re-released it back in the late 90s in the theaters. And, uh, yeah, going to see that movie with my brother, that scared the shit out of both of us. And it is just because of all the creaks that you hear from the right Mm -hmm. to the left. And that's one of the reasons I'm glad you guys invited me out to see this Exorcist remake, even though I had, or this this reimagining, this Exorcist Believer, yeah. I had my issues with the movie itself, but... The sound design in that theater was awesome. I I, I really enjoyed the theatrical experience seeing and, that. In the and theater. there's hidden stuff too. Like there's a thing you talked about that I had never seen. There's a part where she's looking out the window and you see the devil's face right there. This for a and, single and a, frame, just real quick. And it's, I didn't catch that. Oh, it's like hereditary. It's like this little sign. Yeah, 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 yeah most yeah. people won't see it the first oh, time. I never it. saw when you told me. I looked. I watched it just enough to get really? to that point. I couldn't go no more. I was like, we'll get to Oh, it messed me up the first yeah. time I saw it. Because, yeah. yeah, it took me two or three viewings. Like, what the fuck was that? Right. And it was like, it was like a lightning strike, too. You yeah. see a little lightning yeah. strike. You see the devil's face. And it's just the devil's face yeah. just pops up. Yeah. Or it could be the demon's face. Right, whoever that demon possessed, who he said he was, Pazuzu was his name. And his stuff he said, yeah, your, your, your mother sucks cocks in hell. You know what I mean? I'm like, man, this is too much. I can't take it. So, oh, yeah, it's give it a chance. There's some hidden stuff that you, you probably didn't catch the first few times you watch it. So. Agreed. Yep, yep. So that's but that's it. Everybody went through it. Yeah, I don't know who won, but um, I think... The thing is for the listeners yeah, to decide. Yeah, let, let's let the listeners decide, and hopefully they are listening or they will listen. Um, but that was pretty fun, man. That was a good time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great yeah. idea, Sean. Yeah. Great idea. Yeah, man. Horror. Oh, man. I always appreciate the horror theme episodes. Yeah, yeah. You know, because we are... We are uh, I don't want to say that we're a dying fan base, but I feel like we only get our love and support when it comes around to October. Right. Yeah. I can watch a horror film any any day of Me the too. year yeah. at this point, and then I can still get that same feeling. But when it's around October, I feel like we get a lot of the fake horror fans pop up out of the nowhere, and they bangers. watch like all the cliche right. horror films. And I'm they like, try to rush us to Christmas. You know, all right, fuck it. Let's watch Home Alone. Man, it's, not, it's not time for Home Alone. It's not time for gingerbread cookies and shit. Let's get through <laughs> horror movies. Horror movies. Don't get me to Thanksgiving. I love it, but let's get through. They just want to rush you through October. They already got Christmas shit everywhere. Yeah, right so next you to see the Halloween. Christmas stuff yeah, up at yeah, Walmart, man. Yeah. He's like, all right, man. Y'all couldn't even let Halloween have its own. All right, season. right. Let's let Halloween get through here first. So. Come on, man. Yeah. I'm waiting for the candy corn to go on sale so yeah. I can get that hoodies, shit on a discount. Spooky movies. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then hoodies, football, spooky uh, movies. I love all of that, man. I love it. I love it. I loved Halloween decorations more than I like Christmas Me decorations. Me too. Me too. Oh, Me too. You have way more freedom with Halloween. Right. That's a right. good point. Right. And, uh, and the trees look a lot prettier. It's not covered it's, with snow. No, it's not quite negatives yet. Not, it's, the weather is good. You can still go outside and enjoy yourself, you know, and you're not, you don't want to be out there too long, but you can enjoy yourself outside. Give me Halloween all day. I love it. So, yeah. all right, man. Well, Jake, thank you for joining us. Yeah, this it's right. been a pleasure. I, I love these episodes. Kept you up too late, man. Hopefully not. No, man, we, we got we got we got bedtimes, man. We yeah. grown ass, man. We, we got now. jobs yeah. and everything like that. But yeah, once again, everybody, thank you once again for tuning in to Cinemax Avance. We truly appreciate the listener support. Thank y'all for bearing with us because we know we get long winded, man. But we're, yeah. we're passionate <laughs> about this, and we cannot <clears throat> shortchange all our fans to want to 
listen in to our horror draft. This was this was a brilliant idea, Sean. Perfect. You got to come up with more. Dave. You got a good idea, man. Just oh, start kicking yep. them out, man. I love yeah. doing drafts. This was awesome. Yeah. Yep. No, and because I shout to Lacey my once again for this board. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, we can't. And cook, we can't put Lacey out along. there for tasks at every right. draft, man. We can't use her hand right all the time. <laughs> I had to because I started writing. I was like, oh, no, I'm no. about to take advantage yeah. of this, Sean. Yeah, every yeah, idea, yeah. Yeah. like Sean, we can't read what the hell this right. says. Wait, what the hell is this supposed to be saying? <laughs> I didn't even know how to spell the exorcist. I'm like, hold on, you, spell <laughs> you do this. I don't know how to do this. And the game was on too, so I was looking at the game and just looking on my phone. But yeah, thanks for all the help from her. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to come up with some more ideas like that. I thought that was a cool one, so. Oh, yeah. Well, we almost through our horror season right now. So, yeah, if y'all out there listening, just go ahead and start just binging a bunch of horror films like me and my family did. We've been watching Saw like this past weekend. We got up to Saw 6. I was like, all right, man, I can't make them do this anymore. Right. Because uh, after this. Don't it, eat dinner watching them shit. No, no, no. Peacock <sighs> and Hulu have a lot of horror movies right now. They have a lot of horror movies. They have all, they got them split up in different genres and slashers and you know whatever you like you know so from 80s to 90s to new age if you're looking for horror movies max 2 max got them too yeah they got a lot of the conjuring they got damn near all the conjurings on there so and watch the old stuff movie fans yeah don't be scared to watch something that was made in the 80s or 90s it sounds like ancient history but there's hidden gold in there you'd be surprised when people i talk to that don't like watching old stuff. They yeah, just want to see everything that's new. I'd be arguing the eighties might be the king of horror. You know, might be. Yeah. It is, Romero. especially for the slasher yeah, genre. Slasher. I mean, Romero was born in that time where he could get away with anything. That's that's what makes his movies so great. Mm-hmm. Good point. Very good point. Let's right. see what Jordan Peele does. Uh, he keeps up because that he, nope he better come with some nope. hard this next. Nope time. was a nope because nobody kind of we. I still don't know what the hell is going on. So. Uh, <laughs> He's a little too confusing. Give me something else like Get Out, and then we'll get back on him. You know, we'll give him some more praise. But he didn't. Uh, he doesn't deserve to be in that Hall of Fame horror icon yet. I think he's a horror. He's a, he's a horror director, but he not is. an icon. He's, he's not he's, yet. He's not an icon no, yet. Let's no, give him no, some time to cook yeah. in the kitchen. Maybe he'll come up with something a little bit better. Yeah. Please do, yeah. please. Yeah, but right. we hope y'all have a good week, great weekend. Go out and watch something, watch some horror films, and uh, we'll catch you guys later, man. Y'all have a good night. All catch right. you later. Good night. Good night.